Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's up front. I'll put, put you, you on, put you on man. Man. I'll put you on the you Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Oh, all right, Who is What's his name? Ghost. You know again? He cool, man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target. CVS mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QueensFlip to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought, it was, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I got it. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestros with an S dot com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? All right, man. I'm chilling, man. You all right? I'm good, man. I'm trying I'm trying to give me a new sponsor over here, though. I ain't going to lie. This, this joint, I don't want to shout them out, but... So, mm. we just did a whole intro. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you don't do it again. You know, your sponsor may have to just suffer because we did a whole intro, but then the audio <laughs> was loud. And shout out to God telling G-Money to stop showing off. And, you know, but uh, what, what you doing? Yo, get, G. Get comfortable, man. Yeah, G, chill out, G. Don't do get it, G. G, don't do it again, G. I'm just... G, chill. I'm, I'm just show the... I can't just show it on camera? Yeah, you could. I just... Oh, Shout I'm, out Mikey Bills one time, man. I'm not getting it now. They're not giving me a check. Shout out Mikey Bills one time, you know what I'm saying? Hennessy and Chess, man. Brooklyn. Custom G-Money slide. You know what I mean? For the summertime. I'm getting ready for summertime early. You know what I mean? What's up? You good? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. You know, if, if I wasn't stubborn, I would say some positive things, but I have to stick to my guns as a, as a dude <laughs> from Queens. I, I would. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, let me mm-hmm. see. Yeah, all right. They cool. Little custom joints. Not, not too crazy. Yo, he was a show. That's some point. <laughs> like, why you show off like that? And they pay I mean, you good, but a show, they pay. A show right, tell, tell me your fee. Tell me your fee right now. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the cash. They just, they, they, they off just now. They just confirmed that the payment just went through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah explain, man. But just, yeah. No, if, if I was if I was showing up, I would put it on the table and leave it here the whole show. But That's rude, bro. That's showing off. And that would be a whole extra fee, though. I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? They, they ain't pay that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So that's a whole, I'll, I'll leave it the whole show. Fact, fact, I respect it. Really. You got sponsored too, though. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, today, my man buying on. You know, y'all always see me with the hat. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't got the hat on. They got Maestro's hat, I think. But Shout out Maestro's too. Yeah, Blood of Gold, my man Bino. Fire. You know me. Um, yeah, I got a call. I got to represent the sponsor. You know, cause I wear a lot of clothing. You know, if y'all want me to wear your clothing, man, it's just yeah. <sighs> y'all be want to have conversations with me in the DM, my team. That's what my team <laughs> tell me. They be like, yo, they want to have a whole conversation. Like, if and if it was me that's answering the DM. You know, eh, you wouldn't be a fan of mine anymore. I feel like business is business, man. Conduct the business and then after have the conversation because you're showing me that you respect the craft that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't try to squeeze it all in like, oh, ah, yo, what's up? I'm not going to talk to you. Then that shows me that you just wanted to, to, to bait me into having a conversation. Not everybody, because some people that I met, you know, been 100% business. And not to say that... um. Not, excuse me, G. Not to say that we can't help somebody out, because people also say that like you, you too good to help somebody come up. It's not that, but I'd rather you ask, like your Queensville, I got this. You know what I mean? Um, yo, G money, get Queensville, I got these type of stuff, and mm-hmm. I'd rather you ask and go a certain way than try to bamboozle your way into a conversation. That's just my my thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been a slick guy, but. Salute to everybody that's sponsoring G Money. Salute to the people that's sponsoring Flip the Script, Maestros, and salute to the people that's sponsoring me, Bino, 
and loaded lux, you know, blood of gold. You know what I'm saying? The jacket, you see it's a heart, a gold heart, a red heart, it's sliced in the middle, the blood is going down, uh, blood of gold. Bino is a guy from Far Rockaway, you know, who's a part of Riot Squad. Shout he has Bino. lost uh, two members of the Riot Squad, which would be Stack Bundles and Chinks, but through all that, he still prevailed. Mm -hmm. And make sure you get your um, yours today at bloodofgold.com. And, you know, promo code Queens Flip. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel good, you little bird. You the bird. You be reading these. Yo, you, yo. I know, I know. You be reading this stuff. You be having whole notes. Like, they send you these notes? Yeah. Mm hmm? Facts. If, if this was a sponsor, I was just going to JC Penny? I would have been tight. <laughs> you would have had to broke some bread with me, son. Page, 14. Like, what? Page 14. <laughs> <laughs> but you ready? Let's do it. G-Money. Yo. Episode 140. Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Knew him for years. I call him an entrepreneur. DJ. Uh, he paved the way for a lot of people in his own right. Mm -hmm. Put some respect on his name. My man Punch in the Builder. Punch, man. Round of applause. What's up, man? What's up, man? Introduce your comrade real quick before we get First of all, it's Punch, man. I got my bro with me, man. GS9 Gino. Let him know. Tell the people. Gang. Free the gang. That's GS9. They outside again, man. I'm warming them up. It's my artist. We just letting his face get seen right now. Then we're going to hit the button on him. Okay. He's a bajillionaire like the rest of us. Gotcha. I mean, then you can chase the flip money and the G money money. Then you're almost there. Chase your money. We talking about the bread over right here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not broke. You see the teeth already, my boy. You know what I'm saying? It's already there. I don't want the feds coming for me. I ain't got no money. Yeah, man. I got no money. Yeah, man. That's my boy, man. My boy's just coming home soon, man. Free GS9, free to nine. That's Brooklyn. That's the soul of this. That's like the start of the whole rejuvenation. So I can't wait till my boy come home, man. Okay. It's action time. Right. So for, for for those who don't know who you are, let, let them know who Punch is, man, real quick. Wow. I, I, I mean, there's some people that know me from DJing in the clubs. There's some people that know me from DJing with touring. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done shows with uh, Designer, shows with 50 Cent, shows with a bunch of people. I've been the official tour DJ for Young and May the entire time that she Billboard charted through the, the big run mm. and then obviously most infamously known as the tour DJ for Takashi Six Nine, the whole Treyway shit. Oh yeah, we, we free the guys that's inside the proper ones. Oh, um, oh, wow. Yeah, man. Um, I've been a media personality. I was up at This Is Fifty for almost two and a half years. I was the creative director up there for about a year and a half. Shout out to Brick Bro Fifty Cent. Shout out to Jeremy Heineken Dutch, the whole team up there. Um, and you know, in my good old days when Flip was rapping, I was rapping too, man. Mm. We gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. We gonna get we there. Gonna, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. <laughs> nah, but you know, man. And we I did be, everything, man. We battled. I did I did everything that I did every single thing you could do with music, bro. You get what I mean? Like every single thing. I love this shit, bro. Mm. I've not been able I've not had to work for for years, man. Wow. I can't tell you the last time I had to work. <laughs> And it's all because of music. It's a fucking blessing. We don't appreciate it enough. Mm -hmm. And we really, really got to just be thankful to music. You know what I mean? Like, this culture itself got me. My mom's in a better situation. Uh, my family. Everybody. My niggas. My girls. Every single thing. Like, everybody around it have been able to kind of feel, you know, the benefits of this culture. So, thank God for rap. Mm. Mm. 
Wow. Hip hop itself, rather, you know. So, real quick, yeah. um, you know, there's a process that we go through up here. So, let's back up. Let's you know, Michael Jackson a little bit, moonwalk. <laughs> um, you know, I don't mean no insults when I say, oh, that sounds crazy. But let's just moonwalk back, you know, oh, God. It's all right, man. Yeah, because, you know, if you see back up, Michael Jackson, you know, takes yeah, they get nervous. Yeah, that's yeah. shaky. But we're gonna keep it on on the on on, on, on the feet. A little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay this ten toes, ten toes, uh heels to the ground. Well then you can't moonwalk if your heels is on the ground. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, no, no, let's let's keep it like that because we don't want to go that way because if we take it back and talk about Michael Jackson, when we talk about when we take it back, usually we go back to when people Yeah. Shaky. That's just Survive and never, never live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, chill, but you wildin', bro. Don't do yeah. that. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. We, flag, we flagged already. <laughs> we flagged already. <laughs> no, I was just about to say, yo, yo, try not to use the F word. Yeah, I'm YouTube not going to curse got, no more. That's a yeah, fact. YouTube got new rules, bro. No, that's a fact. YouTube mute, is... Listen, I, feel free to mute my, my, my curses out. Yeah, but facts, I'm not going to be too bad. Facts, facts. I've seen it. Who was up here that was cursing left and right? Up, oh, Paul. Yeah. It was out of control. Yeah, he needs better behavior. Yeah, yeah. We were talking. We were talking. Take us back though. Yeah, back a long time ago, where you was born. You know, you know, were you born in Brooklyn? Like, tell it. Take us. Wow. Back. I well, I mean, born in Downstate Med. You know, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, grew up with my mom, solo life. You know, my mom is West Indian. She's from Saint Vincent, so you know, all of the the random items in the house have been used for belts and and, and things to keep it in line. Uh, Two sisters, just grew up with the fam, kept it cool. Grew up almost all my life in Canarsie. I grew up in the hundreds in Canarsie. And then um, between elementary school, I moved to the 80s. You know, all my Brooklyn people are familiar with that. And then, um, yeah, man, I just grew up in Canarsie. You know what I mean? Where was your dad? You know, that's a good question, man. You know, mm. I mean, he, he was uh, double Dutch is like how I like to call it. Mm. He pops and pops out when he's ready. You get what I'm saying? But from a very young age... I was always really, really smart, and I just identified it, you know. Like, I saw him, I saw it through him before my mom did, you know. Mm. It, it drew a lot of conflict, I think, between uh, me and my mom. I had to do a lot of maturing, you know, and I, I'm going to say something that's not really a popular statement, but I'm being genuine. I had to almost grow to re-respect my mom because I saw the lies of my dad so vivid that I'm like, come on, man. You know what I mean? You're not seeing me. He's wildin'. And I'm like, nah, she's crazy. She's bugging. She's not how she's supposed because she was allowing it. He'd pop in and pop out. You know, when I was young, I got real popular with basketball. Like, I was a big deal. Um, ranked top basketball players in New York, uh, top 20 in New York, you know, the whole shit. So when I started to get really, really lit, take a wild guess who started double dutching back in. I wasn't jacking it, though. I'd be like, I'm not even paying him attention. He's in stands popping up now. And, you know, my mom would look at me as, like, being a disrespectful kid. But I'm like, you know, at that time, I'm like, I'm going to the NBA. I'm not giving this nigga a dollar. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if he lives or dies. And I'm not angry at him. I just grew a, a what would be the best word, a disconnection. So I just didn't have a connection with him. Let me ask you a question about that. Sure. Let's stick to that a little bit. Pause. Um, you said that, so when you say in and out. Yeah. Furthermore, is he from St. Vincent as well? Nah, my pops is Puerto Rican. I'm half Spanish. Your pops is Puerto Rican. Big so, case. from a young age, your father would come to the house, but be gone for long periods of time. Big facts. Like, what's what's the what's the longest time? He'll he probably pop for? in for a day, 
and probably spin out for like a month or two. Really? And then as I got more into my, I guess, what's that, junior high school to high school, mm-hmm. started to probably become like once a week for a couple of hours. It started to become less time, more consistent. But by that point, I was already like, I see what's going on. I'm not interested. And and you saw what's going on based off of what you saw outside in the street, in school? Like, how I did just you think I was on? able to identify real quick um, just simple things, man. You know, I'm not... I'm not big on the definition of family. I redefine what family is to me. I want to choose my friends. I want you to kind of earn the right to be what I call my family. And um, he didn't earn that right. So I don't Mm. consider him family. I just consider him the guy who, you know, got lucky with my moms one day. Like, it ain't that difficult to make a kid. You get what I mean? So, I'm sorry. So, he didn't discipline you or anything? He didn't discipline you? Nah. So, what was mom's... What was mom's thing? Like, what was her thing? You know, what was her excuse? It just would be like, yo, it's your father. Respect him. That's like a Caribbean way. It is. It's like, yo, it's your family, man. Respect him. And I'd be like, no, I grew up so American, bro. Like, I shun away from it. You know, my mom want to play Calypso and Soka in the crib. I was not jacking it. I hated it till I was grown and started to respect the genre of music. Like, I hated everything, like, almost West Indian growing up because I'd be like, yo, this is that shit that y'all allowing, y'all. Uh, you know, it, it's a very unique thing. All my West Indian um, people will attest. West Indians are very unique people. Very, mm-hmm. very, very down to earth. Very about their culture. Very in. But they also have, like, ways to them that was difficult for me to understand until I got older that is really embedded in them. You know, the way that they show love, like... I don't know about, you know, I, um, you're Trini, right? No, I'm, I'm Jamaican and Haitian. My Jamaican and Haitian and you? What's your dream? I'm, I'm black. Oh, straight man. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, like, I don't know how it is for you, but I know for a fact that, like, love is awkward to show, like, in certain Caribbean. It's like they don't, like, your mom would be like, whatever, and then make you dinner. You get what I'm saying? Move up, boy. And then, like, finish cooking. He know my man hates you 100%. Haitian, it's yeah. weird. It's like they don't really know. Your mom, like my mom loves me, bro. You get what I mean? They don't know how to show but, love. But they don't understand it. Culturally, they were brought up to where that that's like an awkward thing for them. And I didn't understand it until I got older and mature enough to not judge it, understand I'm a part of it no matter what I want to do. You get what I mean? Like, I'm Puerto Rican, bro. No matter when I was young, I'd be like, I'm not Spanish. I don't know this nigga. I'm like, I'm Puerto Rican. You get what I mean? I can't fight it. But it's what it is. You did get you, what I'm saying? Did you ever have an argument with him or a conversation with him about his absence in the home as when i became grown when i became grown and what was his his excuse i mean the excuse was just like i'm working a lot i just used to be like well, all right, cool where's the bag you know in in short terms of how that conversation went and um as i got really older i i I have other family members reach out, like sisters and brothers who are around, and I'd be like, my man had families everywhere. He was he was spitting out of control out here. You know, I I laugh it off now. I really don't have any anger. I just don't connect to it at all. And it's been hard. Like my family that's on his side, they reach out constantly to me and I just like curve it because I'm like, I don't even connect with my pops. I it's hard. Like that whole you're you're my bloodline, so I should just love you. I don't understand that. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really don't get it. Like my my friends, I got friends. Flip G, I got friends. Twenty five years, man. You get what I'm saying? I'll kill for these niggas. Those are my real life friends. That's my brothers. So they're not friends no more. That's my blood. Don't make that like a cousin that pop up every ten years. Ah, man, I love you, man. I don't understand that emotion. Right. You got to kind of earn it for me because I'm gonna go hard for my the family that I choose. You feel me? But that's that's you know you have to. Uh... 
attribute that to how you you know the situation with your father though. A hundred percent. That's why. But yeah. do you, do you think that uh other people uh should suffer because of his mishap? Because you you kind of doing what he was doing, not in the way of leaving and and going in, but sort of like by him in retrospect by him doing that he had really no remorse or care about how anybody would feel and by you not like even giving them i don't really know mm-hmm. i'm just just my opinion a conversation you they really might genuinely yo i want to get to know him and speak yeah. to him yeah and you're just like i don't care yeah you know what i'm saying and it's yeah. sort of that's that it's not therefore yeah it derives from him correct you know what i mean so it, it, it becomes, that's their stance it becomes a triangle. Because when they've hit me, and I've had a couple conversations. Okay. We haven't gotten deep with it, and I'm going to be honest. Well, you're a good guy. I do I keep a stiff arm. I, I, I do keep a stiff arm. Not the punch I know. So, I know. You know uh, what very, it is, very, man. Very, Flip. Stra- very, uh, very strange to hear that, but I respect it. You know, I, you know, I just, I, but in no way am I blurred, and in no way am I like, I don't get it. Like, I understand what it is. It's just difficult for me to um, allow people in close. Respect. Once you're there, Jesus, it's like access. My bread is your bread. My win is your win. Amen. My wave, your wave. I got clout, you got clout. You get what I'm saying? That's it. My boy, he gonna come up now, he's right with me. There it is. It's a fact. I see. I see. That's how I it goes. See. So, so, and that's, and and I think that we can attest to that, how I've represented, I don't want to skip ahead to that, but how I've represented my artists, it's the same way. It's like, once I go, we here? We here? Let's do it. Now you with me everywhere. And then I get the whole, yo, he wants to be Cal. He's young. He want to cosign. He's dick riding. And it's cool. I'll take all of those titles because all of those titles is for somebody that's going to war for someone. That's what I'm with. So you think if your cousins or your family members would, would uh, reach out to you more and more often and come around and you guys vibe, would you vibe with them? And, and let, I think, let them, if, let I think them it needed to connect? be at a younger age. Okay, so now I think at, at, this, at this time it's like it's it's too far gone. I'm just now. I'm just I don't I, and I'm not angry. Right, right, right. It's really like a. Uh, uh, it's, it's uh, just... uh, 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 stop <laughs> it! Stop it, punch! Nah. Stop it! You're not angry, no. Yeah. You're not angry, but it's still a distaste in your in in your mouth about the situation because if it wasn't, mm-hmm. your reaction wouldn't or your response wouldn't be that way. Okay. This is psychology 101. I'm you're listening. a smart guy, you're good with words. Me personally, if you ask me, I say, yo, Punch, you know, have a conversation with them, see? And then you'd be like, they, you feel like they were, this is be, be my opinion because I'm a guy that, you know, my grandfather had, or my father's side had about 23 kids Jesus. and I'm a guy I go around the world <laughs> when I travel when I started to get more popular and I was able to travel I find my family yo daddy who is this oh that's your aunt I look it up mm, find them yo I'm your nephew how you doing I'm, really uh, I have a conversation now some of them are receptive a lot of them were receptive because of my approach and but then some of them were like uh, well hold up though did, did you and your father have the same relationship as, as his, him and his father that, that's that's his reasoning for it. No, no, understood. No, I, I'm gonna get to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, my father and I had a closer relationship, but I'm talking about the characteristics of why I'm responding. This, to, I'm, I'm talking about why I am responding to him or why I'm objecting him. Mm. Meaning that because I'm a person that goes out there and I believe in finding family. Okay, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, me, and my father was close. But those people never did none of me or contacted me. They didn't even give me a gift. My grandfather didn't give me a gift. This is why my father stopped talking to my grandfather. You've been promising these kids gifts since they were five. <laughs> yeah. But I will always go and see him. Were you were you reaching out to your family prior to you having kids? Um, because that might be a change in in how you view family. That might be a really big change. I don't have any kids yet. 
Well, maybe you well, know, maybe. like my team be like, "Yo, as soon as you get kids, you're gonna want to open up more." That could be, and I'll be like, "You know, it's right. fair," that's and good. I don't shun it. I just go, reverse, I allow it? life to. I was good. You know, hey man, no, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to get you back. I just feel like <laughs> we've done these interview things. I've done a couple of these too. I've done a couple of these too. That was good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have my children. You know, I, I've been. You see the value in family. It makes sense. And you want your kids to see who they. Yeah, yeah. You see the value in family. I got a situation right now where. You know, my sisters on my dad's side, they stopped talking to me. I haven't seen one of my sisters since she was, you know, since I was about, for about 15, about 17 years. Crazy. I haven't seen one of them. And I found an Instagram. I put a post up there. So apparently, you know, my mom is Haitian. So apparently their mom used to say that, the story goes that their mom said that my mom did voodoo on her. So I'm like, what? <laughs> so I put it up on Instagram. And people at my sister, like, are you wild? You're not talking to your brother. I saw you even writing under, under her yeah, post, too. So you bullied her you know until like you. I mean, I, I didn't really bully her, but <laughs> it's a conversation. I never did nothing to you. So and, and, and I can't see us being in the, in the new millennium. Of course, voodoo is real. I don't know about it. We don't probably know about it, but our parents know about it. But why would you, my mother's... Why, why, voodoo, really? You let your mother convince you that my mother did voodoo on her to, to stop talking to your brothers? It's the craziest thing. And your friends is not telling you. Yo, did your brothers... I understand if my father or myself did something to hurt you guys. It's different. We never did anything. Does she know you who you were? Uh, what do you mean? Did yeah. she know that She know I'm Queen Flip? Yeah, I, apparently. Because I saw the mother writing, like, yo, leave us alone. You know, you've been making a career. I'm like, what? Oh, so yeah. they watch so it. you been watching? And you didn't say, what up? You know what I'm saying? Said, he said, look at, your, look at your dear brother in the car roughing them kids up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So my point to you, the reason why I respond like that, I'm and, with you. And, which was good, was because, you know, first of all, the character of the person. Yeah. And I feel that you still got you know, healing to do. That's just my opinion. The I'll take it. Speak. I'll take the it. The way you speak, cause you, and you're good at, you know, that's, that's journalists. Journalists, people that's journalists and listen and talk, they're good at pushing things because you really would not even get me to sit down and do an interview, really. You know, you know. I I, and, I don't do them too often. I know you I really don't. looked at this, like when G called me, man, I really looked at it like, yo, this is my dogs. Nah, and I appreciate you that. You know, I, like, like, why not, man? It's my friend. And it's hard for me to open up, that's what I'm saying, so... And that's goes to, you know, us as journalists. But you, you know, I just feel like, you know, conversation would be good. I would like to hear, like, yo, Flip, I had a conversation, man. I did it. Yeah, I would like to hear that. I want to see his his approach when, when once he has kids, you know, God yeah. willing. In the then future. we revisit I want, it. I want, I want to talk to him again. I'm get see. a kid out before 2020 done. How about that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I announced it. He's lying. Careful, careful. I announced it. You think he's lying, right? He's lying. <laughs> you lying, so, lying. So, so, so growing up now, you know, yeah. your father, you said in, in and out. Did, did that affect you outside in the community in the hood? Like, did, did, were you a bad nah. kid? Were you? Nah. nah, man. I was just, I was accepted, man. You know, in the hundreds in Canarsie is a super crip neighborhood. Mm -hmm. In the 80s is blood. You get what I'm saying? That's just what Canarsie is. You know, I, I grew up with the Lokes. I grew up with the Bloods. It's just what I grew up around, man. And it's comfortable. But I was a ball player, nigga. So niggas wasn't on my body too hard. You know, you do the gang shit just because you're around it. It's just it's kind of the surroundings. You grow up on it. Um, was nigga super gang banging? Was nigga Snoop Dogg, you know, in front of the lowrider? No, you get what I'm saying? But this is just what it is. But basketball was the wave, man. You know, like I really did it. I had a, um, I had a shot. I had a real shot. I had a real fucking shot. And I had shattered my wrist um, on the backboard when mm. I was playing with Gauchos on the road one day. Um, 
I did it. Gauchos was national champions. Nice. Man, you know, like I really played ball. So I played with all of the guys, man, you know. One of my guys who I see all the time now, he played with me at Gauchos, Jesse Sapp. You know, that'd be around Dave East that went to Georgetown, the two guard. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys who played A Butter for the money with Cam, mm -hmm. for, for the King of Harlem in basketball. You know what I mean? But play with everybody, man. Sigari, Marlon Smith, all these guys. We Cigar could Google them. Guy, yeah. yeah, these are all guys that, you know, like it's. And I went to school. I had went to school um, with the number one basketball player in the country. I went to school with Lenny Cook, mm. who's probably like the most unique. Y'all should interview Lenny Cook. That'd be dope. I'm going to be so real. You know Lenny Cook's story? You know Lenny Cook's story? Yeah. He, he was supposed to be like LeBron or something LeBron, like that. Right? Look, I don't want to say it worded like that. But okay. Lenny Cook was the number one basketball player in the country since fifth grade. Every single number one basketball player in the country, according to every single ranking. Until mm -hmm. 12th grade, Amari Stoudemire went number one and he went number two. And Lenny Cook went to ABCD camp, which was Adidas camp, and played against a young LeBron and did not take him seriously. And straight up LeBron busts his ass that game. And in the Lenny Cook movie, because it's a movie, we're talking about... Like, I was there when he shattered the backboard. Like, this is not like a regular, this is like an unbelievable superstar of an athlete. Ridiculous. And LeBron outplayed him at ABCD camp and everything went off. And it's just been crazy. But LeBron, I mean, Lenny was doing crazy shit, man. School, Lenny's chilling with Fab and Clue on Monday night mixtapes and coming to school the next day. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, what's up with Fab? Yeah, he did this Eye of Tiger freestyle, you go hear it. I'm like, what? Three weeks later, Clubnati. I'm like, Jesus, my, my classmate is the man. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He was in Fab videos. Lenny was, Lenny was it, man. Lenny had grown bitches like fucking him, huh? He didn't get injured in like that? Nah, Lenny never got hurt. Mm. Lenny, Lenny went through the draft and they started saying that he was negative, that he had a bad crowd. Mm. It started to be bad, like Gavin was around him. Not saying that that was the bad crowd, but Gav was famously around him. Fab, Clue, Skane, all of them, yeah. Your cousin, all of them around. I pay attention. I listen to these fucking episodes. These freaking abuse that out. <laughs> Don't point at me, man. Yeah, I love it. Cause he was around the Queens. The Queens guys corrupted the young Brooklyn legend. Oh. So wait, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And we're gonna go back to Lenny Cook real quick. Yeah. Sebastian Telfair. Yeah. What, what, That's what, my boy. When would? Cause I heard him and LeBron was on a cover together. Him and LeBron. He was. Uh, well, Lenny was Lenny is class of oh. One, LeBron is class of 03, Bashy is class of 04. So was Bashy nice as well? Like... Bashy's unbelievable. Hmm. One of the best point guards I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I played basketball with the cream of the crop. So if you were ranked with that cream of the crop, oh, like wow. you're talking about the best high school basketball competition ever. Ever, they all say it. Like the six years, the year before I went to high, the year before I went to high school, and the year after, and the four years that we were there. I mean, it's so many NBA plays, unbelievable. It just was so much. We had Julius Hodge went to the league, uh, Sebastian Quincy Doobie, uh, Charlie Villanueva. Um, it's mad people. I'm just what school you went to? I went to LaSalle. Yeah, nice. I was going to transfer out and then go to Lincoln my last year. That's what I really wanted to do, but my mom wasn't hearing it and. Like, it just wasn't going good. I already started out over there with Lenny. Like, I was on pace to being, like, one of the top ten scorers, all that shit like that, yeah. So what happened with Lenny? It just got bad. He didn't get drafted. And then they just started making it seem like he was this monster guy, and they kept using him as LeBron's career starting point. Mm. If you look at the LeBron movie, it starts with, like, him outplaying Lenny. 
You get what I mean? Like that's where his story starts because LeBron's burst out. LeBron is, is is our year. LeBron wasn't number one yet, mm. not even close yet. And not when even close? no, LeBron was like top forty maybe. Yeah, but then when they, he bust when he bust Lenny's ass, mm. oh yeah. They say he was ranked higher than LeBron and Carmelo. Who? Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, uh, in the Lenny movie, yeah. in the Lenny movie, Carmelo goes, "I looked up to Lenny." He used oh, to yeah. kill Carmelo. I've been there when he's outplayed Carmelo badly. I've seen Lenny really manhandle people, bro. Hmm. Yeah, it's unbelievable, bro. Wow. So I've seen literally, it's like the, and I hate to say it because this is my friend, bro, but I'm talking about like, it's probably the biggest, like, I guess, story of disappointment ever. Why he didn't get drafted? Well, well, we'll speak to it. Like, um, yeah. But it's a whole story. I'm telling you, they, they know it. Lenny Cook, that's, that's like the New York. Do you have a contact for him? I'll get a reach out to Lenny. Yeah, it's easy, yeah. That'll be, I'm telling you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a story, bro. I want to be able to tell him, like, yo, you wasn't not paying attention. You was skipping school. He get to do anything he want, car, like the whole shit. Letty was LeBron before it. You got to also remember, too, that it would not have played out like that if they had internet fully at that point. Like, LeBron was the first internet star. Mm-hmm. Like, Bashy wouldn't have been Bashy without LeBron because LeBron was getting so much attention. Then came Bashy, and then came Lance. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then came... You know, why these guys, they it was already programmed to get that magnitude of attention. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lenny, I'm looking. Yeah, dude. Anyway, so so back to Punch now. Because, yeah, you know, sure. these guys got enough light. You know, know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. But they, yeah. they got enough. We hit Punch right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you in school. You playing ball. Yeah. You, sh- you shattered your wrist. You sell your hand. Yeah, I shattered my wrist. And then I was like, yo, I'm going to go lift weights. Fuck it. I'm going to go to another school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and be a walk-on Georgetown. I'm going to go up there, you know, we're going to do what I do. They know what I am. I went for a, a visit at Georgetown and everything. Mm. And um, everything was lit. And then after about a month or two back playing, I dislocated my knee. And I was like, God is telling me to just chill out, man. Maybe that's not it. Right, right. I was already, like, writing raps all day in school. Um, I was battling every basketball tournament you could see. Yeah, I came battling Mook and shit like that, all the tournaments. Really? Yeah, yeah all the time. These are like, this is friends. Mook went to school in the Bronx. Hmm. Yeah. So we battled a bunch of tournaments. Yeah, because it's always there. You get what I mean? Um, mad people. Lux been around a couple times. Rex. You know, because it's like, they was all around. Right, right. Yeah. Everybody fiending the rap then. You know, that's where you got 89 raps and you just ready to go. <laughs> Man, the good old days. So when you rap no for real though? Like in high school, you started writing? <laughs> Yeah, I was rapping, battling, doing the whole shit. That's why a lot of, you know, in like the early, 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 not what it's formed into now. I'm mm-hmm. still respected by the guys. But like in the early URLs, I was around all of the ciphers doing everything with Lux, Math, Iron Solomon, Hollow to Dawn, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those are my guys. So when did it get serious for you with the uh, music? Um, As soon as I started trying to just figure it out, what happened was, was that uh, one of my close friends, Los, who was like my manager at that point, he was a heavy hitter. Los, and you Los know, from, um, we, we worked at uh, Los at the very start. Los worked at Inniscope. Inniscope, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout now Los is like runs Warner. Man, Los. Shout to Los. Yeah, yeah, Los. Yeah, yeah, I remember again. And we start this starts to get closer to like y'all stories and everything like that. It's like when we were moving around enough, and Hot 97 was not paying attention to what was going on in like the young market. Mm. Brooklyn was not lit at that point. 
Brooklyn was super majority dancehall and reggae. Mm -hmm. All of the rap parties were getting shut down. Constant police activity. Brooklyn was not lit. Queens, very similar situation. You get what I'm saying? And then Long Island started ringing off all of the spots, all the colleges. And then all of the young DJs was really thriving and coming out of there. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? And then that's where I really started kicking off. So we started playing my records. And um, I got... Oh, but before we yeah. get there, though... When did you know that it was serious? Like you said, manager now. Like before that, like how'd you know to get a manager? How'd you know like? Well, that was just it? two young young dudes. Like I'm a manager, you're gonna be the rapper. I mean, it wasn't really like too thought out at that point. But Los, you said worked at Interscope at the time. No, Los was interning at Interscope, but I okay. say he became the same Los to reference that is. Okay, okay, so he was interning. But at the beginning, he was interning. And you and yeah. him linked up. Los was interning for Renee, who now is the president of G Unit, who wow. was then working under Nelson, who was the guy who basically ran Fifty Cent. That's why Nell, that's money Nell's. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's mad shit. So I, I came up under that tree. So I've always kind of fake been around G Unit too. Mm. Hold on, yo, Gino, man. You can put that thing look crazy on camera, boy. You got to look crazy on camera, man. You look like that. Camera right on you, man. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> you take no break. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm like this, trying to get your attention like this, yo. Nah, and you, oh, yeah. you, 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 business. I'm, 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 I got it. My fault. Yeah, I don't want you to look crazy on camera again. Nah, nah. He, I'm trying to get him on one game. He still yeah, play yeah, two yeah, games. I understand. Gino, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can always say excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, facts. You, man. You're a mom. I don't want you to look, you know, they complain in the comments about that. Yeah, I Nah, facts. All right, man. It's love. Um... But then, you know, I, I was around, I, I started being around Interscope. Mm -hmm. Los was interning, I was in the offices every day, and I started seeing, like, oh, there's money here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I got real close to Rich Boy when Rich Boy was up, um, and Jibs. I actually was a part of Jibs' original project. I helped, like, A&R, like, his first record, and then helped pick the feature for King Kong, which wow. was, like, with Chameleon Air. That's how I got cool with Chameleon Air and Mike Jones. Like, I really was, I mean, you know, I, I was one of the first guys from the area to kind of, from my age to get like industry love and industry support. And then I was never a hater. When I got on and I had industry events, G Money's come out to industry events. This one used to run with Reg. I remember, bro. I got a good memory. You get what I'm saying? Um, um, I invite out everybody. And that's when Get Wet Form had all the Get Wet Outside, Monumental Outside, Physics, um, Spider, Spinfo. These are the guys that 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 built our culture. You get a Reservoir Dog, shout out to them. You get what I'm saying? That's that. K Dog Kid, yeah, Bully. I know, I know that. Yeah, of course you know. You know, like, but this is our this is our cloth, and I've never. It's so weird. I never heard nobody ever talk like this. Like they just act like this whole thing never happened. Mm -hmm. Like this is putting G Money like top three hottest DJs in the city. Mm -hmm. Lennox, facts. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and and if you really want to be real, that's where the Hot 97 politics started coming in. And none of my friends were able to ever really level up. We're going to get to Hot 97 before that. Before we get into all yeah. that and, and, and all the Hot 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get to my man Gino real quick. Okay. Yeah, you don't mind, right? He's in the Why not? I want, he with me. Gino, what's up, man? So it's like I'm fat. It's like I'm fat. You know, I really don't speak Creole, but I'm Haitian, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's on, yeah, he's on, yeah. Well, I, well, I. So, so Brooklyn as well, right? Born yeah, in Brooklyn? Yeah, of course. Haitian, both parents Haitian? Yeah, both parents. Okay, oh. they 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 both lived together, or pops was like nah. one of them old school Haitian dudes. Yeah, he was he was a dirtbag. Your pops was a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you realize that? Um, when I I he forgot about my sister that's in Haiti, his first kid, she like thirty something, and I never met her still to this day, and I I was just talking about. <laughs> <hold on. clears throat> mm -hmm. 
I was just talking about this with my mom like probably two weeks ago. How like as soon as I blow up, I'm going out there and building another house, you know, mm-hmm. and get her papers together and bring her out here. And you know, let them vacation back over there if they want to. Mm-hmm. Or make them live good out here. What 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 was your childhood like? Man, it was crazy. Like, all right, so Pops wasn't there, so you know, it's the next one, Streets. Mom going to work from, I would say, from the day before to 6 a.m. the next day, mm-hmm. working overnight, doing home attendance. So I got hours I could be in the streets, mm-hmm. partying, gangbanging, whatever it is, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I, I grew up around some, you know, badass motherfucking crips. Mm-hmm. And I just ended up, you know, falling in that. Yeah, I'm a crip, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Then from there, I ended up in the 90s a couple of years down the line. Mm-hmm. Bobby, my dog, trap houses, mm-hmm. watch them make hot nigga from a closet. <laughs> you say? Yeah, they've been rapping from the closet, but I was always getting locked up in and out of juvenile, in and out of juvenile. Came home, um, Bobby ended up coming home like, a couple months after I met him, we became doggies, and then I was always with him. One of my um, friends named Dwag ended up going to college and leaving me with Bobby. Mm-hmm. So every day you'll see I'm next to Bobby. Trap house, wake up, niggas try to take like one shower a day. Trap, mm-hmm. trap, trap. And then <laughs> I ended up doing a bid, and then when I got released, I got released on a day Bobby signed the contract with, um. Epic. Epic. Yeah, and my life changed after that. Mm-hmm. The what? Bitches. Um, women. Women. I, I apologize. I'm going to clean them up. I'm women. Them up. <laughs> I was the youngest gang in the club. He'll dub it. Like, if you go to a club and um, they won't let us in, he'll tell them, like, yo, I'm not performing. I'm not coming inside unless the youngest get in. We always got in. Mm. It was just movie. I'm I'm. Sleeping with grown women, that sound better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, life was good. You got other people, they'll spend their bread on me, you know? I don't got to go in my pocket. They want to show off. All right, go ahead and show off, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And after the dogs got locked, I, I realized I got a talent. I tried rapping, and I sound good, hella good. Mm-hmm. I got new stuff on the way. So He's a beast. He, He's really a beast, man. When I stamp it, it go. Like, and my boy, he got the three letters already. Like, you know what I mean? Like, once it's GS9, everybody already looking. Then he certified noise. You know what I mean? This is Subwave. Like, this is it. You get what I mean? Like, this is him. So when it's like, those are the moments that I can't wait for. Because it's like another time. I, I've seen it. Like, right. I've we've cooked up from nothing and then made it in there. You get what I mean? Like, me and M.A. used to be in the crib working on the show. I don't want to skip too far on that, but I've seen that go, and then we on Billboard. Right. You know what I mean? Well, we get to that when we get to that, but my boy next. I believe in him. That's why I got him here. I could have brought anybody to just, you know, when I see that, how they work it here, yeah. I said, oh, let's get my guy. Right. This I is how you make that. it win. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. when he stamps, two years, like, when well, we had Gino first interview. I don't know what none of you platforms is talking about. <laughs> he told me about his pops. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> and you Haitian, so you... Get a big pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, man. Yo, so so I might as well for y'all. You know, how how was uh Bobby and Rowdy off off camera behind you know behind the scenes, behind the music? Oh, uh, on a regular day, you know what I'm saying? Regular, like 
the way people look at them, I'll be laughing sometimes, you feel me? But they like Bobby Clown the same way, have you crying for days, bro. Mm. And Rowdy, Rowdy, he'll knock you out in 0.5 seconds if you play with him, you feel me? Mm. Like, they just regular. The same way, I would say, like, yeah, there's time where they got to be serious, you feel me? But, like, the dogs, is just the dogs. They regular. Regular right. hood, like, you walk down the corner. They at the corner store, slippers on, you feel me? Might have his gun on it. Now I'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> but, they got out of trouble for that already. Like, <laughs> already. So, they're, they're, but yeah, son. Eating chicken from the chicken they box get, on the corner. They good guys, though. Basically. Yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember a day in quad, and this is like a couple of days before they got pinched. I brought Bobby some records, mm-hmm. right? I brought Bobby some records. Bobby, I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, Chewy, hear the records. This is Bobby. Like, yo, all right, cool. I'm going to get to it. Not paying no attention. He don't care. Rowdy, like, Yo, Chewy, the nigga, nigga got some heat in here. Let's work, let's work, let's work. He's arguing him, arguing, arguing him. Bobby don't want to do none of the records. Roddy start recording, Roddy start recording. Soon as Roddy touched the mic, Bobby like, all right, cool, I got a hook. You know, like, I'm just like, you know, like, and it was, I I, I was, it, it's this record that nobody got. It's this record called um, Shmoney All That I Know. And um, I tried to take the record, you know, to be honest, I tried to take the record and get Cardi on it, mm. you know, because Cardi's my homegirl. Um, you know, that's my, you know, that's my dog, super cool, showed me a shit ton of love, even when she's still Cardi, if I DM her, she answers back, mm. and I've tried, you know, we still got it, she got another album coming out, it might just hit, but I know that nobody wants a Bobby record now, knowing that Bobby's coming out later. Not yet. But it's, it's just, you know, it's like, why not just wait for the new one? But mm. there's a record that we had did that night that's just amazing, but it's tough, man, label issues, back and forth with the jail thing, you know, and I was like the only one to get Bobby interviews. I had Bobby... Interview went viral the first time. Bobby's interview that went viral the second time. Uh, Rowdy's interview with Bobby and Rowdy. So I did all of those on This Is 50. And it made that, you know. I don't want to put Bobby with the 6 9 but we get there. We get there. Hmm. Wish now you, you I understand. Wish, I wish you never did that, but. I know, man. Bobby, <laughs> you should have been there when Bobby called me. Like, yo, punch, man. Your Favors is out of the. You're done right now. You're done with Favors. As soon as he, they said Takashi snitching, he was just, I was like. He gave you a billion streams, man. At least you got the bag for it. Like, yeah, I have my face in this video. Yeah, he's the start of Cuda. I put him at the start of Cuda. So if you look at the Cuda video, the first face you see is Gino and my nephew Scooby Dozen. Mm. Yeah. I, my guys. That's when I, we brought all the Lokes out to show that the Lokes and the Bloods is calm and, and love on the Cuda record. Free shoddy. Free shoddy. Free, free the Yeah, man. Free mm. the real dogs. But we, again, still going to get there. Get I follow there. y'all late. Nah, that's nah, cool. That's cool. So. Yeah. All right, so now now you you with Los now you you at the labels mm-hmm. you at the radio stations mm-hmm. too radio station Hot ninety seven yeah um, enough was co-signing me enough was letting me bringing me in the clubs when I was young let me learn the whole game uh, the heavy hitters was different I was like Cast One mm-hmm. uh, uh, Short Man Big Short Ben CeeLo yeah. um, Camelo that's mm-hmm. how the heavy hitters was really caught out uh, Big Dog Pitbulls that was flexing them. Uh, you know, it wasn't too much love from nobody. But Mr. C showed uh, mad love, always broke the records and played everything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I just was getting love. So I was getting played on Hot 97. I was a part of the promo team in Queens and Long Island called Get Wet, you know. Yeah, yeah. We was like the biggest thing that ever happened. We the first wave of it because they came after waves. The Scythe came, uh, you know, Guess Who, everybody. Like, shout you know, and shout out to everything. I make sure that my dogs get their light. You get what I mean? No hate today, nothing. You know what I mean? And... 
we did it. We was doing amateur parties with 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 Luba under under three thousand people, under two thousand people in those clubs, and right. we was really the number one guys. And then we was bringing the radio guys out to make sure that my guys was getting the looks. Right. So guys like you, K Dog, uh, Spider, Spin, Monumental was getting the the heavy looks right. from guys. You get what I mean? And then I think that that's that's where I felt like the change should have happened, but they never picked. They it, it, like it was just no level up from there. And then um, then came Grammy family. Remember, I was like Brooklyn dudes. That's like a lot of my ball playing dudes that kind of came out of college. And then we formed that. And then I basically had like the party market and the frenzy for a while because I was Grammy family and get wet. This is two number one things from both cities. Mm-hmm. Throwing the parties, doing everything, making a lot of money, and just kind of just staying above water. And then getting my records played at all of this, staying on the radio, getting radio shouts. So it was like, this is before the internet was the monster that it was. So when you get a radio shout, everybody hears you. Those listen right. to the radio. Shout the punch. Canarsie, what's up? I get wet, Grimmy. On the radio all the time. Big facts. You know, I had it. So I, I really was putting in, I was putting a lot of energy, man. I was putting in so much work, man. You know what I mean? And um, I, we did as, as, as much as I could. And then it just kind of fizzled out. I just kept doing the rap thing. Um... A bunch of the people that kind of uh, would get wet, Reem and KPA started to like, like unwind and not really focus too much on it. Mm-hmm. And then um, it just was like the younger wave, you know. And every we just seen transitions. You had a wave, man. Shout out to G Money had a big wave that time Appreciate when it, dancing too. music was real big. Mm-hmm. Auto up Aunt Jackie. Y'all need to thank G Money. <laughs> Chicken noodle soup flip. Big rapper. Google him. Make sure you know. Check him out. That's my boy. He don't like talking about it, but I'm giving him his. What was it? He you fake, gotta give him his rate. Give, give him your roses when you can yeah. still smell them. He 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 fake, he fake like the compliment though. Like he like it, but then he be like, nah, chill. But then he like it at the same time. Like he should get his love. Get your love. <laughs> it's a stage. It's a stage. I'm good, man. <laughs> he be good until so you hate on him. Then he be like, nine hundred and some billion views. T-Mobile deal. Oh yeah, the T-Mobile. Yo, yeah, I, I, I skipped the whole chicken noodle soup joint. If you notice, I only go to T-Mobile and go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I skipped the whole chicken noodle. Why is that? I get you. Um, Had a million views on that on that joint. Yeah, G Money. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you why the game is twisted. You mm-hmm. want to know why? Talk to me. Straight up and down. Me understanding the culture and understanding how business works. Mm-hmm. G Money should have got a job that week. I agree. See, they don't educate us on how they're supposed to go. You don't walk. Hey, envy. Envy takes them and on Jackie. What's that? Whoa, 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 whoa. G Money comes in. You're the new A&R. Where they went? Def Jam? Yeah. You should have been the new A&R at Def Jam. And then they should have then said, what do you got next? And you would have said, okay, I got this guy. His name is Flip. Check him out. And that's how that works. You were too young. None of our friends knew what the hell was going on. And you were excited. Just how I was hyped for you and Flip was excited that Envy said, G Money told me. What's that mean, bro? Should have had a big bag, bro. The industry is twisted. See, I understand the game way too well now. But when you look back at that, should have been had a salary. There should have been no more fighting, trying to be the top. Yo, he got it. K-Dog, break up this guy. Everybody trying to fight for this spot. Hell no. You should have graduated first. Label job. They should have been. I, yo, bro, I was doing so much. In, I was giving so much information to the labels. I told them put Chameleon Air on Jib's record. Now, this is a long time ago, just to, just to pocket that. And it was like, why put a Texas artist? And I said, Texas is about to blow up. This is before Mike, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, all of that. It's like right on the bubble when Still Tipping was like coming on on like BT Uncut late. Come on. I deserved a job. I didn't know. 
uneducated, and why should they educate me? I'm giving them money and solidifying their job. And then when they all pop, Chameleonaire to Universal, Mike Jones to Warner, Slim Thug to Interscope, Paul Walter Atlantic. That's exactly what happened. And I got no bread from that. You get what I mean? So I understand the culture and how they manipulate people and how they do that. And that's no diss to an envy, but I know that envy knew then. I know that these guys knew then. You should have had a gig, bro. I should have had a gig. There should be certain things in certain moments. You get what I'm saying? So how do you play play that now? Let, let's say that was a habit today. Let, let, let's say oh, it's it. impossible now. I'm like saying, but if somebody like me or another DJ that's, that's in my, my, my position, we break a record or we, we, we A&R something or we, yeah. we hear it, like how do we play ball? Because these guys are in position. You know what I'm saying? It's they the camaraderie from the, from the person to the artist. That's where it starts. Mm. And I learned that from having brother and sister relationships with M.A. and never doing like serious paperwork with her. And then now M.A. goes on me and her aren't cool anymore. Where, again, when we get there, we'll get there. Um, and I don't get any residuals from M.A., but I help create that. Mm. You get what I mean? And that's no, not to get her into feelings and none of the weird stuff. That's just to be genuine. When you're around something to create something, you're a part of that brand. You get what I mean? <laughs> Flip. Stop the car. <laughs> Let's go backwards. Now, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the DJ Envy thing real quick. Yeah. Now that struck a nerve. I seen you peek like mm. it made sense, but at the same time, can you really blame them for you not being educated? When we are kids, before we go to school, our parents tell us to pay attention, learn, read, and <coughs> yeah. Can't really blame DJ Envy or you would like them. I blame Def Jam. You can't, but listen to what I'm saying. And I, what you said. Definitely blame Def Jam. The way but you, Envy knew. The way you put it makes sense because a lot of people, and thank you for, for opening up a door because I, I wanted to talk about this. I started to talk about it on my live pertaining to G Money. Yeah. <clears throat> Move over because this night, this may, this may strike a, a couple of nerves. I like this. No, no, for real. You see, the thing, the problem is, you said the way you put it was 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 magnificent. Thank you. I like how you put that, and then I I, I agree. You know, then it's like, you know, we supposed to educate ourselves, but we're too young, and you may look at it as well. You know, envy from Queens. Why wouldn't you want to bring somebody else out on? And you know, he just took it and and he took the record and. Jason Fox and then broke and Jason Fox also should have brought G Money on. One hundred percent. That's why I said it's about the DJ and the artist camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's really it. what it is. So But yeah. to tap on that exact moment, back then I don't think that a new artist understood their power. And the reason why I go to Envy is because, yo, I know for a fact that that's not in Envy's bio. He doesn't care that he got Jason Fox signed. That's meaningless to his storyline. No diss to Jason Fox. You get what I'm saying? But that would have been humongous in his storyline. I agree. So these guys that go, oh, I just did this, probably made a couple bands. Mm -hmm. Man, that would have made my man's career. That would have sparked his career. Mm -hmm. That would have been his draft day. Mm -hmm. So that's where, that's why if you if you even, look, if we look and we look at my grand, what do I do? It's always information. Because mm -hmm. now that I learned the game, oh, we're going to put people on. 
And and I we're gonna educate him. We're gonna learn something. And I agree. Once again, Fox should have put G Money on as well. Mm -hmm. Like yo, you know, you know, because I saw the video with Envy. Like yo, I got it from a kid named G Money. He shouted him out. Yeah. Jason Fox was like, yo, I appreciate that, bro. Come, you know, do let's do something together. Hundred percent. Because that was you. You helped us uh, get a situation. Mm -hmm. And then you know, a lot of people don't understand. You see, this is why. You know, I, I get messages and, you know, pertaining to G-Money. And then, even from people that know him, right? And I, I need you to listen, because I was going to do a live about this. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, you guys try to, not you guys, but you, people try to put him in a position, meaning like, yo, you should do this, you should do that. You know, we're talking about okay. G-Money. Like, yo, you should do this, you should do that. You know, because I got a message, got a message this weekend breaking down G money and my friendship. And I just, in my mind, I was like, you know, um, how dare you? Meaning that, you know, all the opportunities that was presented to this man, you know, it wasn't capitalized on. And if, and if I removed myself from a situation, if our friendship wasn't there, what would you do to compensate what we're doing together? Okay. That's how I think. Fair. Because it's like, you can give my man advice. You can write me long messages all you want to. Mm -hmm. But now if Queen Flip said, you know what? My man, he's a DJ. He's a great DJ. But <clears throat> we have to look at the facts. Of, people don't look at the facts. They look at the loud, boisterous. If I say, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. If, I, if, I, if I'm offending my man, if y'all feel like I'm not giving my man any shine or whatever, I'm out of here. Cool. I'm always do what I do. He's going to do what he do. He's going to always be good because he's a talented DJ. He's one of the top DJs. Mm -hmm. But when you're breaking in the situation as far as being a personality with the help of someone, we have to try to stop the divide and conquer tactic. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, now I get you know, what you're you, it, it, that's, that's where I'm going with this because I know it's a little confusing. Yeah. You got to stop it because now it's like, just because we don't talk about it, you really don't know what Queens Flip does or what is happening behind the scene and... Sometimes I mention it, but it's corny to me to mention it. It's corny, you know, I was thinking about it, like it's corny for me to say like, yo, I ain't take a BT deal because they ain't want my man G money. I ain't go to Vice Land because they say, yo, we want, I, that's corny. Now, in retrospect, when I think about it, it's like, oh, it's fucked up because I kind of, I did that before with the lock-in. Lock-in, I was offered a deal from Epic. Yo, we're going to give you a deal. You got to take Kaya hits Joker off the record. I said no. Mm -hmm. So it's like a ongoing thing. I keep saying no, keep saying no. And then I'm, I, I find myself having to claw and fight harder, but y'all don't know what he has done for me to want to do that. Correct. So when you come with the divide and conquer tactic, it's just, and that's why I said like, you know, you brought up Envy. It's like people helping each other because when you finally try to help, because he helped me in a, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. If I if I fell for it, I remember I used to always, he'll tell you this, Back in the days when I wanted to play a record, I would throw DJ Young Chow in his face, right? I would throw all these DJs in his face. Y'all, right? like, yo, that wasn't right, though. Yeah. Because now they wasn't doing it. So if he decided it, like, at one point he did. Him and Kid Famous erased the music. Yo, all right, we ain't gonna do it. He still held me down. But if he decided to go with Young Chow or whoever else I was throwing. Went how, to bat for you like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Well, how would they be able to... Put the, the pieces together. That's what I said, because I got a long message. And it pulled me from ranting, because I was going to do a live about it. Like, mm -hmm. yo, and, I, and I wanted to approach it, because I didn't want people to think that, yo, my man is like, oh, 
no, it's not that type of situation. My man is a whole DJ that's mad nice that gets booked for weddings and and famous artists that I yeah. I, I don't know anything about. Yeah, I don't I didn't make his talent. But yeah. when it comes to something that we both come in, into, mm -hmm. and of course Queens Flip is the leader of that because I'm boisterous. I'm my face is out there and I have a big following. Big facts. When it comes to that, you know you shouldn't go on the fake. I don't know who it is, but it shouldn't go on this different account sending me messages and. And it, it didn't bother me, but it's like you want to. You, you people don't really know. Mm -hmm. You don't really understand the work that's put in. You don't understand the sacrifice. Just because I'm loud, just because I do. The, what about the sacrifice? Have you ever called G Money and said, "Yo, G, what's the sacrifice this man has done for you? Why are you stuck around? Why does he stick around?" Fair. What's the sacrifice? Yeah. You you know, and I'm tired of like explaining the sacrifices. Yeah. I'm tired of yeah. explaining. I mean, I, that's corny to keep because it's, it's diminishing my who my man is, right? Like, because like, it's, it's kind of like an insult. Like, oh, yo, they didn't want to, they didn't want him without me. That's corny. I don't want to keep doing that. Yeah, that shit don't make me feel good. Correct. That's why I, I didn't do a live yet at all. I'm, I'm telling you, that's why I got a message about G. I'm like, and I'm reading. I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do a live. Yeah. I started to in my crib. Yeah. On YouTube. Then I said, you know what? I'm not doing that no more. Where it's trying to put my man down to make me look good. No, I good. got you. Because that's what it's like. Because I'm basically saying, even if the, if the truth or not, I'm basically not giving, you're taking credit away. But then it's like, when, when when you push this narrative, if I was to, if me and him was to split, he's going to be a DJ, right? Mm -hmm. And are you going to fill a void to help my man be where he should be? Not where he wanted to be, because he could make anything. For, I watch him. I watch him play. You just, look what you just said. That's why I was quiet, listening. I didn't know where this interview would have went. I mean, not you know initially. Yeah. And and I'm listening to you with the knowledge and stuff, and, I'm, and that's why I'm, I'm I'm sitting here like you see I'm I'm listening to punching and what you said about him like being observant. You understand what I'm saying? And you like you know I flip G money, and it's true because that's how I feel deep down inside. So I, I I try my own way to compensate for that punch. You, you understand? You, what I'm saying? No, I want I want to tap on something, and we we can pull it back. What happens is this. This is part of my issue with the culture. New York specifically, how I could definitely address. The DJs just aren't respected in the city at all. Mm -hmm. And in a twisted way, this is why a lot of DJs didn't like me at first, is that I was like, yo, y'all don't respect them anyway. I'm a DJ. I'm going to show y'all how easy that this is because y'all don't even respect the guys who deserve the respect. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Spider, one of the dopest DJs I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. People look at him like he's some joke thing. Like on some, ah, whatever, yeah, he had his time. Uh, but realistically, an animal behind the wheels. You get what I'm saying? And there's a lot of guys that's like that. You get what I mean? My point is, that kind of made me be like, look, I'm going to start DJing. Because y'all not understanding how, how these DJs, and I'm going to start looking at my DJs like, maybe y'all not doing enough like yelling and moments of making your presence be heard. And I think that that's how, when I DJed, I became so big at it so fast because I looked at what the flaws were, mm -hmm. did everything that they were doing as much as I could, and then filled in the gaps with the making sure the social was right, making sure that we was right next to the artist, making sure that what I was doing was not no secret thing. Nobody was going to be able to pull a cape over what moves I made and then take that credit for what I did. And... In that very same thing, that's where mad people like knock me for being negative. Oh, punch always want attention, or punch clout chasing, or or punch dick riding the rapper. These are the things I hear every day, and it's all cool because that means that what I purposely did effectively worked. Mm -hmm. Because you are now, you can, there are there's people who cannot that watch the designer come up 
my name. People who watched the MA come up, my name. People who watched Takashi, my name. People who seen even Casanova. These are people where they, they're looking at it. I'm doing their first major interviews, making sure that's there. GZ Moolah locked in, my name. It's, it's, this is what's going to happen. You get what I'm saying? And, and I'm making sure of that by making sure that I'm there loud, making my presence felt, and doing that. And that's where a lot of DJs lack. But the bigger issue is the rappers. And I yell at my rappers all the time. It's because rappers are getting away with not giving back credit to the DJs that made their careers. That's the problem. But the bigger problem of that, now when we connect that, what's the real issue is the monster radio stations don't allow them the young talents to ever graduate. So rappers look at them like, y'all are just the local guys. I got to be cool with the with the DJs on the radio. Mm -hmm. So then the local guys who make and build their very careers, the guys who are molding the people now, the Magics, the Chows, the Starks, the, the, the it goes on and on, the booth, it goes on and on and on, right? Are these guys who are making the DJs, I mean, making the artists, the rappers look at them slight-eyed like on some... I mean, you popping, but you just a club guy. I got to be cool with the radio guys. And then I used to see them deal with me way different. Why? It's because I had internet clout. And they'd be like, yeah, but Punch, you big bro. And I'd be like, yo, man, there's DJs that play way better than I do. But y'all look at me as big homie because I got clout. Now, I utilize that and continue to go forward. But I would yell at my DJ friends. I've called all of them one by one a million times. Yo, get your Instagram right. Yo, do something for real. Yo, take claim for breaking that record. Don't let Hot 97 or Power take your credit. Don't do that. And rappers, stop playing them. That's the guy who's breaking it. It ain't Flex. You think he just landed with this record? He's late, man. Stalk's been playing that record for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? That's the guys. And these are the ones that I've... So I've always been that vocal guy, and it's been very disruptive to my city and my culture. And some people love me and some people have grown to hate me because of the disruptive nature of me being so outspoken on topics that we rarely ever hear. Right now there's mad people that's probably like, I never even thought of that. That's a problem. The fact that you're hearing this for the first time in 2020, January, problem. But then the people that does it, the people that wants to do it, yeah, they get flack anyway because they other people may look at it like you're not doing enough or you're not giving the proper credit or you're not doing this. As I said, I was live and I was getting so much messages about John. I said, who is that? Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Where is this coming? My Instagram, my YouTube. I'm like, hold on. Some, and, I was about to, and I was about to address it like, nah. You don't I, got I'm to. Not, I, I don't need to do that no more. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. Like, you know, at the end of the day. And I feel like this. You know, the people, like, when you're man, if you love somebody and, he, and, and, and they not where they at, how are you helping push them where they at? How are you helping them get to where they at? You asking me? No, no, I'm just no, I'm making oh, a statement. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know you know. Yeah. But what are you doing? Then if a person is helping them and you you you, you should always evaluate. You see, I don't talk anymore. I used to. You know, I used to talk like any situation where it was G or any, you know, like if it was a situation where he was around somebody too much, right? Or like he used to do a lot for a person or people. Now, of course, I'd be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, well, how is it helping you? But I would never speak down on it because I don't know what they're doing to fulfill a void or whatever situation in his life. Gotcha. He may be riding around with for protection. He may be riding around for help. I don't talk. So when people talk on the scenarios that they don't know about, <laughs> it's disheartening because, 100%. you know, you know, be proud that your man is 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 is, is in his man's is, is is going somewhere positive. Yeah. That we, yeah. you know, instead of uh, you know, always and and it's okay. I, I'm fine with. It. I'm just saying the reason why I brought it up and 
and I'm happy because I always felt that way about my man. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. When you like, yeah, yeah, he's the. Po- I didn't. I never looked at it like that. You see, you open my eyes. I always thought Jason Fox. Like, yo, he never put him on because I talked to Skim about it. You know, Skim is a guy from Philly, and he would write me like, yo, is you and G Money still around? Like, these are the people that were there. Yeah. Ooh. Like, yo, I, I'm I'm happy that you yeah. you and G Money still around. Yeah. At the end of the day, he broke. Chicken noodle soup with the head. He played it in Rochdale. Yeah, for If he didn't play it and those kids didn't dance, you know who goes to him sing? being that status playing it. Exactly. That's very key though. Exactly. Because there's some DJs that play records and they be like, "I'm the first one to play it," and I and I appreciate them. Yeah. But G Money was a status at that point I agree. to where when he played it, it mattered at that point. Exactly. So and that's a key that. factor. And I appreciate that. And all and all <laughs> the DJs told me this is why the this is this is my way of paying my man back is. Yo, we gonna do this. We gonna do that. Yo, we out of here. Yeah, we go. I'm gonna introduce you to this, Fair. to this life, and it's just, it's just, it's disheartening. You know, if somebody, especially if, if somebody close to you is different, like you know, family members are always different because yeah. they want the best for you. My mother gave me advice, so you don't take that serious. We talking about like people that, like, what would you do? Yeah, you know, if my mother gave me advice about somebody, even if I don't, she talk about King Face, even though I may not agree with her. Still, my mother, I know at the end of the day, she's going to hold me down. Correct. So I know that she's speaking from a genuine place. Yeah. You know, when people speak, you got to think before they speak. You got to understand things. And this is why, and I'm happy that you brought that up. Because I, I, I see, a lot of us see our man G-Money somewhere else. Well, it's not even just about G-Money. It's just about everything. I mean, I think, and I'm a, I guarantee I end this interview with saying the most names. Facts. I am not the hater. I have, I, an, am. I am, I know, it's cool now, I don't fuck around. I got, I got a, a whole lot of clout. I got hours and hours and hours in this culture. I got years of pain put in, and I still shout out everybody's name. A lot of these people's names that I'm talking about, I'm not even cool with no more. And I'm still giving them their moment to shine. Mm. Because I don't want to be a hater and act like they didn't, uh, I don't, I'm not cool with Getaway. I don't, I haven't spoke to these guys in years. You couldn't tell by the way I said their name. It's cool though. They mm. still were that moment and they deserved their moment a shout out. You get what I mean? It's rare. So I think even to put an end to even your thought process with the G, it takes somebody else sometimes to say it. You get what I mean? Yeah. To say what's like what happened. So that you don't have to defend it. Yeah. Someone should. But I shouldn't be one of the only voices in the culture. Not any of us three. There should be a lot. It's we talking about major players in this culture who major artists and major figures in the culture act like that time period didn't happen, act like it didn't go, act like I wasn't who I was, act like him, and we can go on and on and on. And they act like it. And that's why I look at a lot of people as haters and as suckers. And mm. I pull a lot of people cards. Mm. You get what I mean? A lot of people. You get what I mean? And and but it's really because I know what I know, bro. Like I know a hundred percent that people put in pain. And you gotta give people their credit and they respect for for who they have. And my way is like this. I, let, let's take this. I look at music like dominoes. You don't, it doesn't, you don't have to be there until the last one falls. But if you had an intricate domino and how that thing fell, it would not have gotten to the next stage without your domino. Mm-hmm. You can't take people's dominoes away. You get what I'm saying? That's and that's, fair. you cannot. And people love to try to do that if they don't like the person no more. Right. They try to take that domino away. You can't do that. You get what I mean? You can't. And let's take it back. Once we start, once that party stuff starts going on, I start DJing. To, to continue the story because I wanted to pick it up. I'm in the club one day. Mm-hmm. Somebody from Effin was in the club. 
and they're like, yo, you are amazing. Mm. I start playing 50 records left and right. They're like, yo, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, can I record you? I'm gonna show 50. I didn't even believe that that was somebody from 50. They recorded me, played it, and they recorded like, yo, I'm gonna show 50. While this is all happening, my man Dutch, my man Heineken, you get what I'm saying? Heineken wanted to come out here today, and I ended up going to the Barclay. Heineken wanted to pop out today. You know what I mean? Shout out to Heineken. But um, those are the guys, Jeremy Bettis, Renee. Those are the people that got me on This Is 50, that got me there being like, why? Now you start to think back. Jeremy Bettis was an intern with Los. So he's been there watching me do Insight. Jeremy was an intern for who? Renee, who now is the present thing. Who was the former president of G-Unit? Nels. Nels was their boss. Nels ran it. So the, 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 the reign of everything, when they go, nah, Punch knows shit. When 50 meets me, he's like, yo, nigga, you know a lot, man. I said, I know way more than you think, big bro. And he like, yo, you ever thought about doing an interview? I said, never. He was like, let him do trial for the interview. And I did the interview, knocked it out the park. Somebody wasn't there that day. And then that was it. I was just fired. And at that point, I had 50 stamp of graces. And then all of the guys greenlighted it. And then I just started going crazy. I was doing millions in my first couple, first couple months. I was doing millions of views. Millions. And then I sat down with 50. And I told him that I wanted to have my own setup. And then Jeremy Bettis made sure that he worked it out. And um, then I started my own show. And that's when we had the red wall, this is 50, from the old change of the radio show format. Yeah, and that was the first one to get that new room and do that thing and expand and um, knock it out the ball. My very first interview is my young boy, is designer. Wow. I could have brought anyone. So let's bring little bro, who I met through Fresher. Again, I shout people out that deserve their moments. You get what I'm saying? Fresher had designer on a record called On The Low. I'm in that video. The summer before, and designer looks broke in it. He ain't had no money. Just a kid from the projects that Fresh used to take around. Mm. I got cool with designer. His homegirl, Ciara, was one of my real good friends. And she was like, yo, rock with my boy. I heard Panda in Applebee's in downtown Brooklyn with less than 100 spins. Mm. And I was like, yo, this is something special. We kept talking, and I brought designer up at the top of January. I brought him up on a Friday and made him meet 50 the Monday. When 50 was like, yo, this is something special. 50 tried to sign designer right in front of my presence three days after he came up to do the interview. And that started a domino effect. Lior Cohen found out 50 tried to sign him and then tried to sign him the, the Tuesday night. And Stephen Victor, who was the acting president of Good Music, flew designer out. And that's when he met Kanye at the airport. That was the Wednesday. We could Google all of this on YouTube timestamps. Mm. You know? So, uh, again, intricate domino. You get what I mean? Him calling me, yo, big bro, what do you think? What, what's going on? Blah, blah, And then, you know, him and the team took it off. And then designer becomes the biggest thing ever. And then I had to look at myself at that point, like, damn, I could have really been with him. And I'm looking at the record become this super monster, this super successful thing. And I'm looking at me and his interviews, doing a million views. I'm like, oh, my God. I could have did it. And I was locking in with my artists that I already had from 2015 summer, because this is 2016, top of the year, what I'm talking about. And that artist that I was working with was Young M.A. So I watched Designer go number one while we still were broke. Hmm. Again, you, loyalty moment. Yeah. See? So I watched it and go, I fucked up. You so know, I you, fucked up. When did you realize, like, all right, paperwork, business, you know, I got to really take this serious because, you know. You, you, Two weeks ago. No, I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> About, like, I mean, when Takashi got locked. That's when you realize, all right. Yeah, I wrote on Stupid. I wrote Kanye's verse on Mama. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the wow. writing credit that I should have, and I didn't pursue it because his album wasn't supposed to come out anymore. And then the label randomly put it out, and then I would have had to have chased it legally. And I didn't want to blow the bag because I was nervous that maybe the feds would have said, "Yo, punch, you coming here too?" 
So I was nervous. A, a point of hesitation made me not get a lot of the things out. You know, so stupid. When you hear a lot of that, man, when I woo, Takashi, the first one to say woo on record. Mm-hmm. What I should possibly saying woo? Yeah. Takashi say it on stupid. When I woo, woo back. Ah, ah, those my guys. So how much money do you think these people owe you, man? It's, it's, it's been a lot of years. I don't, I don't, I don't count that as an O. I just take that as a. I'm talking about designer, younger me. Like these people. I don't look at. I, I definitely don't look at. I don't look at designer to owe me anything because designer, he doesn't do it as much as I wish, but designer won't shy away from giving me my props. Okay. Young and May acts like I wasn't there. Really? Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's whack, but it's how she decides to do it. But you can't. I've learned this. You get what I mean? When I'm with Ma, you can't erase me. If you type in Punch Young and May, we have a we have a rap song. When I was still rapping, we did Brooklyn Everywhere. That did five six million views. So you can't erase that. So we used to open up the show to me rapping and then she comes out rapping. And then I go in behind the booth and finish DJing. You can't erase that. Wow. You get what I mean? We can't erase me being in all the videos. You can't erase all of her touring videos and all of the vlogs, me being in there, her shouting me out on records. We can't erase it. I think it's whack because time later, whenever it refers, I don't get shouted out. But again, it's not anger. It's just, I think it's whack because I don't. I don't. Me and her don't talk. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if she doesn't like me. I don't like her. But we're definitely not cool. But I still say her name. Mm-hmm. I don't act like that time period didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You got to give people. Mm-hmm. That's a domino. Mm-hmm. You get what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Flip mm-hmm. with it. What we say? Hold up. Talk to me. We ain't gonna allow you just to bypass these things because I came around. And I saw y'all was cool. I did the video with you guys in the park in Brooklyn where you're around. Oh this yeah, time. Yes. that's a fact. Summer story. Yeah, I'm all. Wow. Over the See, yeah, look, it's good the shit. Middle of summer. Okay, but but slow down. First of all, let's. That's makes, crazy. Makes the edits easier for me. Yeah. The clips to put out. So yeah. Go to Young Ma. Flex Takashi. Fair. Fair. Young Ma. Talk to me. G Money, I need your help on this one, my brother. Mm-hmm. How did you get up with Young M.A.? Um, uh, honestly, um, uh, my girl was the was a bartender at Applebee's, and Young M.A.'s manager. This is no knock, cause you know everybody got their story. Young M.A.'s manager was the manager at Applebee's. What manager are you talking about? I don't want to... Him? Yeah. I don't know if he wants to be affiliated with that. But I mean, that's not a... You know what? No way. Sav. That's not a bad thing. It's his job. Because I don't think that's bad. He was a manager. He had a job. Everybody had a job. They joking jock for being an Uber. Let him do what you want to do. Get your money. You get what I'm saying? Sav was a manager at that point. Sav became a rich nigga after that. So it's cool to say. And um, I was DJing crazy. And all of the bartenders and waitresses and everything, they super fly lit... Chicks that want to come out to the club. So I'll come out and 15, 20 of them will come to the club every single week I'm playing. And then be like, yo, Punch Parties is the craziest. He'll be like, yo, you got to play my artist. Then I met the artist. And I'm like, oh, you're the girl from Facebook. And we spoke and we talked. And me and him were real cool at the beginning. And we used to just bond. And I had a lot of information to give him when he was building up. And right before MA had signed, um, uh, that's when, you know, clicked up and was like, yo, look, Punch going to be here. So you and Sad were close. 
Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. Okay. I know MA through Sav, yeah. Okay, and then you started DJing. Then, yeah, doing then everything. Then started taking off. Yeah, then I executive produced her, her mixtape, and I hosted it. Well, I hosted the mixtape, the, her first mixtape, the one that got all of those freestyles that went viral. Uh, what's, um, damn it, this is terrible. It's okay. But yeah, I hosted her mixtape. So, so you say executive produce, meaning like what exactly? Being in the studio, help putting together, track listing it, you know, going over it, good mix, bad mix, putting it over and then adding the the, the vocals on top of it. Same mm-hmm. thing like drama used to do with Gangsta Grills. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you do that. Yeah. Then, I've watched, I've watched, you know, I thought I did a video with her, the skit with her. I, oh, yeah, the skit. <laughs> I've watched, um, <laughs> what's that song about a week ago? Oh, not about a week ago. Ooh. Bobby Smurda. Ooh. Ooh. I mm-hmm. watched Ooh. Take, Take off. off. Facts. I said about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's designed that way. I watched it take off. Now, tell us, bring us from that point when it takes off. Yeah. What's going on to what went wrong? I just think I think I think it was you know M A became this enigma. When it takes off, facts. Man. I think M A. Oh man, it starts jumping. Uh, we put the record out May, April or May. Mm-hmm. A little bit before uh, Memorial Day. It takes off, moving, saucing, July. August, she starts getting shows. No, August, she starts getting hostings. Mm-hmm. And we're going crazy in the clubs. We're breaking it down. Everybody's booming it up. Everybody, like, give the respect. We're going crazy with the record. Um, Then radio jumps on it. Okay. Then it takes off. And then... um. And then she starts getting shows about August. And then that's when the bread start coming. And I think, I think uh, you know, September takes off. She's big. October it charts. She hits number 12, I believe, ooh, charted mm-hmm. as the peak. You get what I mean? Didn't come in at 12. Um, I had brought my boy Sleep over there, uh, do the bookings. Because all my people, like, if I knew that they had gaps to fill, I was allowing them to fill gaps. I had my boy Jusso. Brooklyn, do the videography for this. This is me putting on my friends for years prior to that, you know, making sure that they were good. And then we just did it. We took off and we was doing shows left and right. And then uh, towards that, that fall is where we started to get conflict. Um, There were records that she was supposed to jump on that she was delaying, you know. Uh, you know, Wait a Minute was real big then. MA was supposed to be on Wait a Minute, delayed curved however you want to say it um don't run she was supposed to be on don't run for months and cast hell don't run realistically for her i don't know if he would word it like that but i know that he knew that she was needed at that point for that record and that ended up coming out in december and don't run's peak was like september october that year so we're talking about another 60 days just her just chilling doing it when she ready and I just used to just think, I was like, yo, it just felt very entitled for me. And um, me and her just started getting on different wavelengths. And um, she's an amazing rapper, bro. She raps her ass off. 
But a lot of people at that point really didn't like her personally. They felt she was very closed off. They felt she was a little rude. You didn't know how to interact with her. You get what I'm saying? And she would kind of pick and choose who she'd want to talk to. But as an artist, you sign up for this. You kind of got to shake hands and kiss babies. And she wasn't with it. And um, I just, you know, we just kept getting into conflict. Little small, little minors. And then one little big conflict came. Um... And yeah, you know, that one, that one's a little too, uh, that that one is like, that's too personal with like her business and what happened. But we had a personal issue. She responded. I didn't really like it. And then I basically was like, yo, and nobody really, I was like, yo, we got to have a team meeting. We got to link up. And nobody was like on some, we didn't need it. Like on some nah. Because they would respond very robotically behind MA. And I'd be like, all right, cool. I don't have any children. I don't have a wife or anything to take care of. I made a lot of money on this tour, and I'm hot as shit right now. I'm punched from This Is 50, and I'm just coming off tour. I can go home and make a lot of bread right now. All right, cool. Stay here, be unhappy, and leave. I left. And um, I remember hitting Sav and being like, yo, listen, I try to have the team meeting to be respectful with it, but I'm not coming back. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, cool, cool. Just cool down. Give it time. And I remember that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday came. And M.A. was going on tour on Friday with 21 Savage and T. Grizzly. She was opening it up for them. Um, T. Grizzly just put First Day out, which was mad big in the Midwest. And um, and then they start calling me Thursday night, like, yo, let's talk. And I was like, yo, y'all don't even, y'all don't respect this shit enough. And I just was like, I don't want to come back. I'm over it. It just left a sour taste in my mouth. I wanted to speak about it. You didn't really care to. I expressed that I wasn't going to go on tour. And, you know, if if... I, I know that it was like, yo, we need him. Yo, we got to get this when it was a little too late. And by that point, I stepped away, you know? Now, do you do you know why she was chilling the way she was when she was curving well, curving your records or delaying the records? Do, is, is it, was I just think M.A. MA just didn't like a lot of people, son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, I hope that don't sound bad like I'm trying to dog her, but she didn't like a lot of people. I heard her speak recently in interviews, and she was saying how she needed personal time, and, you know, she wanted her... Whatever she had to Well, this is how she, she, you know, she words it and she expresses it how she sees it. And she always says she needed more time. It was a lot for her to deal with. Right. Fair. I can't say she's lying. No, that's how she saw it. Right. But people had to deal with how she was acting. And in that time, you know, artists were like, yo, what's up? And I was the liaison for most of the artist relationships. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so because she didn't want to do records, you know, that's not fair. That's not fair. She didn't want to do a record. She wants. She has a right not to want to do a record. Fair. She shouldn't be f- forced on her. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. But did she agree to do it and then and and, and just didn't do it? That's that's the question. I just think that I just think that in in ways there's ways to go about everything. And when you are a professional, okay. let's stress this: we are all young and black. When we a young black professional, we got to take this shit a little serious. This is but a job. But it, it came out of nowhere for her. She been fair. Working, she been working at it for a long time with the freestyle mm-hmm. that she did, and mm-hmm. you know, one hundred percent. It blew up. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And um, she was doing arenas, but she always seemed, you know, I mean, I got on her good side, so I guess I was a lucky. You're, one. you're, again, pause because I don't know how flamboyant this is, but you're a charismatic guy, bro. You know, you, you're not. You're a very likable guy. I'm you not, are. I'm not really. I'm not really. Uh, you're a likable guy. I'm not, I'm not really. But you, know, you are. Man. You are. And that was at your prime of charisma. So you're ripping people's shirts off in the car. You're going viral. You're a world star every 30 seconds. You yes. were at your peak. 
you know, and I mean, she did. I, I remember when you reminded me of Summer Store. I remember that day. We was there in the park and all that shit. But my whole thing is like this, and, and simplistically, I am not mad at her for it, but I just was like, yo, it just came across like you didn't appreciate the moment. And I'm just like, yo, I'm going to appreciate this moment, and I'm going to go chase some goals and make sure that I'm out here doing what I need to do because I'm not liking where this is going creatively. And as a DJ of that, True. I have rights to go creatively. We're going in two different directions, which is why I don't be like, fuck it, man. I'm not mad at her. But not because she didn't want to do records, though. It's more than that. that the records, it's the drops, it's the interviews. It's the, you know, all of the you things. You to force her to do stuff that don't make her comfortable, bro? What type of time you want, bro? I mean, you see it like that, but this is a job. Yeah. Suge Knight time. <laughs> it's a job. It is a job. You next on. week, be ready, man. It's a lot <laughs> He wants, he's hungry. Uh, it's a lot you know, stuff. he's like, we doing drops today, we doing interviews, uh, like, he ready. I mean, I can relate to her, man. A lot of stuff I don't want to do. Bro, fair. And I don't want to do it, and then, you know, people try to talk to me, my man, G-Money, yo, come on. <laughs> I mean, I just, like, and he he's good, but other people, like, yo, Flick, come on. But it's like... Then then you and her are alike. In ways, yes. <laughs> That's cool. I'm not but mad you at you. Get, you're not mad at me, but you can't really get mad at a person. But I can't, I, I wasn't mad. Oh. I saw that creatively we were going in two different directions. And I understand I'm a shake saying. hands, kiss baby kind of guy. Hey, what's up? What are we doing? Oh, this so is it. That would be that would be good for business. You thought that you thought that you thought that if she took that route, because her closed offness, her closed offness sort of gives a, uh, in my opinion, a cult exclusive lead type following. Like she's exclusive when she come out. Is mm -hmm. you know, the exclusivity is, is that's what I get from that. Okay. I don't know how she was because she was never rude to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, you know, and I brought this up. I remember calling him Rennie was rude to her and was rude to us both when we was, you know, talking to him in the Bronx. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and we were talking about it. So I remember those times. Like, you know, and, and Ooh was out. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know how she was with people, but I do understand that, you know, a lot of people try to play her before. A lot of people didn't take her serious. Everybody, so, everybody takes their chip on their shoulder their own way. Yeah. So now that she was in position, maybe that she felt like it's kind of my time to fair. To, to, okay, that's your word. You I'm not fair. No, because I know I, I see where you're pushing it, yeah. and I'm a, I'm very aware well, I, of how you how you move. Uh, you know, it's like defense. Just you cross over, I'm crossing with you. Well, I, you I get what I'm saying? I don't know how she was. I don't know how she because you you said something earlier that clicked with me. Yo, it's a certain way to do things. That's where I can't argue with you about. I can argue with you about like how you do it because there's a lot of I don't really do interviews. I don't do a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know people say flip you messing up money. You can get these stuff, but I know what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I know what I feel comfortable with. I don't want to go outside. I just know me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna put myself in any position anymore because at the end of the day, it's gonna be me dealing with my situation myself. Yeah, yeah. I think she viewed a lot of things like that. My brand not like that. Got it. So we have to go this way. I like talking. I'm an interviewer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like conversation. This is great to me. I literally, I'm like, I'm catching up with my friends and going to get 100,000 views while it's happening. Yeah. This is great. I got it. I you get it. what I mean? Like, other people might be like, yo, we got to keep talking. I'm like, let's keep, let's talk about different shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I enjoy the, the, the dialogue, you know? So I went so, back to This Is 50, mm -hmm. Grand Slams every other week. Moneybag Yo first interview. Made in Tokyo first interview. When Uber Everywhere was booming. When Moneybag Yo was the hottest guy in the South. Luke Nasty when he did um, 
um, might be. Might be yeah. I'm, I'm man, I'm building the relationships. I'm making sure Fifty is me because I'm the one who really was in Fifty ear about Young Ma to make Fifty do the Ooh remix. I begged them like it was my birthday, big bro. Please do the verse. I begged Fifty Cent to do that. So you just felt like her way of doing things in your way didn't mesh. Oh, 100%, yeah. And you also said something that her personality might have, the way she was doing it wasn't really, you wasn't really comfortable with because it left a bad taste in people's minds. Oh, 100%. But she's, you can see she changes now. She like does mad press now and talks to people and laughs and jokes. She's coming to her own now. You know, and I'm gonna be real, a lot of people look at her like she could have been, I personally think, and I want to go on record and say this, and I'm not bullshitting when I say this. I, on God, I believe that M.A. had potential to being one of the biggest rappers ever, and I don't mean that lightly. Young M.A. rapped. She was tattooed, braids, gay, girl from Brooklyn. They believed that she was a gangster. She had range to do everything with the gay following, the girl following, and the man following, all with this blurred in. M.A. could have been one of the biggest rappers we've ever her seen. Game, her father's official. Super stat. But my whole point of this whole thing is like, with all of those things, we got one charted record. If she would have locked in, that girl would have been one of the, the biggest, greatest rappers to come out. There's no one on her worst day, niggas can't say that that girl can't rap. I heard her and Sav don't do business anymore. Not at all. Have you heard that as well? Yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah. When did that happen? Oh, I wasn't around. By that point, I already quit. So So I don't know the details of that, but I know that that was inevitable on just how she viewed him and stuff like that as her career started picking up. Did you speak to her after this or see her? No, we've never. I've not spoke to Young M.A. since the day in Miami where we had an argument. It's the last day I've ever spoke to her. You had a face-to-face argument? Yeah. Um, over the phone, and then saw her later that night. But yeah, yeah. So that's the last time I seen her. And how does she view Sav? I, I know that I know that over time, she didn't feel like she needed him, which why well, she went her own way. Like over time, I felt like I didn't need Ma, so I went my own way. That's what happens when you separate. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. I'll do this by myself. Okay, so. Funk Flex. <laughs> Flex is after Takashi. I know. But I want matter of fact, let's go to Takashi. Yeah. I'm with you. What are you thinking? No, no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> six nine. How did you get up with six nine? Uh later that year. Because I had quit MA March, February 2017, March 2017, like right when Hot Sauce was about to come out. Um, that whole summer, the interviews, and then uh, Takashi, I started getting whispers of Takashi. Because I already knew a Takashi from the Scum Gang stuff from my boy Just So Brooklyn. So I knew of him and what they were doing and everything. Um, which is where a lot of those, the crit rumors come from. You get what I mean? When they was just trying, that's where that came from. But, um, Around September, I started noticing, like, yo, something's happening. I start seeing it. I see the memes going around. I start watching it. And um, I found out uh, his manager was this dude, Chris, who knew who I was. And then um, I just reached out from, like, 10 different angles. And then they were reaching out to me from angles, too, feeling like we should have linked up. And then uh, my nephew, I went, met up with them. 
and we got the number and then I had got it from a home where like I got their contact from a million people like finally now we know like, we looking for you yo we need you to help with this Takashi shit I'm like I want to meet this kid like I love what's happening let me meet it and then probably like two days after that Gummo came out or around that time and then we see Gummo the biggest enigma ever definitely we've never seen anything go viral like Gummo ever now what was your initial uh a plan or you know like meet Takashi wouldn't be his DJ or he wouldn't be part of the project well I, I still was you know it's, it's such a unique thing man because I, I never just DJ I'm right. doing branding I'm doing brand you know strategy that, I'm doing at, media at, at time you so DJ it's like I'm like I'm here like I'm a B punch so I'm gonna fill in all the gaps you need oh you need videographer I got one. Oh, you right. need the guys around you let's get the guys around you oh you need AB I'm gonna fill in I'm so, looking so at potentially it you want to get on board with the, with the, with the 100% and just make everything yeah. happen for him. yeah once I spoke to his manager and I started seeing Takashi I already knew I've been around him before mm. you get what I mean and I start seeing what's going on I'm like yo this is it I see a gummo takes off the biggest thing ever bro Jesus it was literally doing like a million views a day before still people didn't know who he was I was like, yo, this is unbelievable. And I used to DJ on, on Instagram live and post up things. And I started playing it. And I'm like, yo, every single DJ on my timeline, y'all know when I say it's about to go, go. Call me now. You need it. Start breaking the record. Start going crazy, bombing it, wheeling it. And everybody started calling me like, what is that? And um, I just started playing the record. I was the first person to ever play the record. And I took my ownership of that. Takashi gave me my credit for that. And... Um, that we just started sending it out to everybody and their mother, and then it became the biggest. It did 15 million views in like 15 days. It's just unbelievable. Amazing. Unbelievable, so man. So what do you think, what were you around for? I know you was around the music and stuff, but what were you around for pertaining to Takashi? Like, and that sounds like some type of snitching stuff, but what do you think that, where was the guns, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> do you think that he got a... What do you think about the whole situation pertaining to Takashi? Takashi is fucked up. Fucked up person. He begged to be gang. He went through his 31. He's real right. He did every single thing that you're supposed to do. Allegedly put in work. You get what I mean? I think Takashi confessed to some shit, too. Um, cause you know he's confessed to a bunch of shit, shit that he did, shit that he didn't do, match it. Takashi said on the stand, he said he sold drugs. He never sold drugs a day in his life. Um, that was just to make somebody else guilty. That's when he was going on his rant. But pull back. He went through everything, bro. He's really, really gay. You know what I mean? Like he really was. And and the guys that was around him to make him comfortable doing that, they really gang. And I was like, yo, this is real. And they were like, yo, bro, we got this idea for this next record, which. I need you to understand, it's like three weeks after Gummo. So there was no like air breathing. Takashi recorded Kuda. He was already recording two weeks after Gummo was out. The first interview that me and Takashi did is in the hallway in the studio. That's the night he recorded Kuda. You get what I'm saying? That's the very night that he recorded Kuda, which is named after Kuda B, who he later snitched on about the Chief Keef snitching, shooting. But we'll get to that as well. Kuda B was a young kid from Brownsville who really was going real hard, who showed Takashi mad love. So Takashi named the song Kuda. And then it was like, yo, we need Lokes here. I said, all right, cool, I'll call. Um, Scooby Dozen was around, got Gino around. Um, and then uh, we just started making a bunch of phone calls and we got the Lokes out there and they probably had about 50, 60 Crips out there. And that was that first moment where you saw non-trays, there was apes, there was um, 
man, it was everything out there. Max, Shine, G-Shine, Ben Vito and all of them. And then you had all of the Lokes there and everyone was right there. And everybody was like, yo, this is crazy. There's, there's footage of Bloods holding the piece of the Crip flag with them and they holding the, it. I'm going to be honest, man, that was a big moment, man. It was really, really, it was big. And the dogs was out, guns everywhere, everything good. Not one person raised a voice. Everybody showed love. It was a moment, bro. That's one of the dopest nights of my life, bro. Just watching that whole thing happen and seeing it, seeing the love that the real rights and the real action guys was giving Takashi, bro. Giving them passes to be comfortable out there and making them feel real welcome. And, you know, that's love. That's a moment. You know, that's that's like New York history. I wish he didn't dirty it up. Mm. You get what I mean? How did that happen, though? Like, did the, the cops ain't shut y'all down? Try to shut y'all down? Police was right there, bro. Facts? They look, yo, we took over the whole train station. Yeah, they went in the train station and wouldn't let the train pass. Mm. They brought the dogs down there. They brought a motorcycle, tried to bring the motorcycle down the stairs. Like, bro, police just was like, y'all are actually doing this calm. We not mad. And I was like, I guarantee you there will be no fight here. Uh, and, and, and the police was right there. I went and spoke to the cops right there with Shadi. And Shadi said, you know who I am, man. Everybody under their roll right now. Nobody going, wow, I'm here. And they was looking at him like, okay, buddy. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Shotty, if anybody was even, yo, chill out. Shotty was that dog, bro. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it's a dope night, bro. That's the shit that we all wish that we could have in all of these hoods where all of the gangs could come out. Gang not always terrible, but when the gangs come out and could be functional and cool, that was fire. You know? And it gave, I know that night gave hope to mad other gang members and mad other rappers like, yo, bro. Look at boy right here doing it. Because in reality, people don't like to admit. See how Bobby created the, 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 the low-budget, grimy video look? That look? Takashi created that look with bandanas. Before that, you don't see videos full of bandanas. Takashi did that. That's Takashi creating that. Every rap video that followed after that were all the bandanas. Him. That's him. Like, everybody who tried to do the, I'm going to put 60 niggas behind me, they copying Bobby. Every single one of them. Well, it's really rowdy, because Shmoney Dance came first, but they copying GS9. You get what I'm saying? And then they copying Takashi for that. So, Takashi is a messed up person to you. Hell yeah. Because he told. No, yes, but but worse than that, because... He told on the people that kept him alive while he was stirring the biggest pot of trouble that we've ever all seen in our life. So what would you have wanted him to do? What he, what he said he would do. He Which, said it on 10 songs. He said it every single day we was out. I'm gang. Gang is a very simple thing to understand. You know, I, I don't... I, some people get blurred by it and they try to do reasoning. Shout out to all of the... The, the UBN I had up here, everybody, they all say the same narrative. Like, nobody, my song, everybody says the identical same thing. Street life is very simple. If you're in it, you don't talk to police, you don't inform, you don't go to courts, you don't do certain things. If you're not, you're a civilian. No one's mad at you. Tell the police, tell everybody, tell them everybody you want. No one's mad at you, you're a civilian. I think that's very clear. Takashi said, I'm going to be a gang member. I'm going to pick up this bandana. I'm not Trey. Once you did that, Man, if there's guns, you didn't see nothing. If someone got shot in front of you, you saw nothing. You signed up for this. And he didn't not only sign up for it, he begged. He begged. 
Like, yo, bro, I just want to... Begged. You get what I'm saying? And and I've been there where all of them, the Auto Billy, Seiko Billy, Harv, Shoddy, every one of them have been like, yo, bro, chill, bro. <laughs> like, you know, like they with the shits to hold them down. But I've been there also where they're like, look, we're going to deal with it, but chill, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, we going to deal with this, but relax. And he just was like, Whew. What was his reasoning for, for, for begging to be down? Like, he, he had issues in the, in the, in the area? or? I just to- think that at the end of the day, there was a moment where he understood and felt a little taste of like, yo, this is what it feels like to feel safe. Hmm. I don't know about nobody else, man. I'm just being real. Right. When I got a hundred of my friends around, I feel very safe. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, am I? I might be weird. You get what I'm saying? But I feel safe. I don't feel unsafe by myself. Mm-hmm. But if you got a hundred dudes around, you feel very safe. Might not even have to lift up a hand. You you might be like, hold up, dog. I got this. And somebody might jump out the window for you. Right, right. You know, I, he fell in love with that that feeling. Hundred percent. When did he not feel safe? Once the record started moving, or before that? I don't think he never not felt safe until after. Like, I feel like the first time when he was like, I'm not safe, is when he got security after the kidnapping. That's the first time when he was like, whoa. Isn't he not supposed to feel safe that there's somebody close to him kidnapped him? Oh, I'm not mad at him not feeling safe. I'm just saying when it happened. So you agree with him being upset that he was kidnapped by people that he was supposed to be around, yes? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Harv's case is still open. I know that we okay. sometimes we forget that part because everybody else went through it. Harv, Harv pleaded I he was guilty. No, Harv is um, Harv is yeah, Harv is guilty, but Harv is not sentenced, and Harv is still pleading innocence. I thought they denied his appeal. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know, okay. but I know that I know for a fact that Harv's stance is that he kidnapped Takashi because Takashi asked him. Respect. Just keep it at Fair. Time. Fair enough. Okay. But in the video that we do see, you know, Harv's initial line is, yo, you owe me. You know, Takashi's original opening line to Harv is, I know I owe you bread. So the alleged situation, clearly, Takashi's first thought was, I, he owed Harv bread. Mm. You know, just so. That's took out of his mouth. But again, according to Harv, and how how I don't know I wasn't there, that it was set up that way, but Takashi's mouth said that he owed him money. So and you feel and you're, you're a civilian, yes. Yeah. So you would have told if they would have called you in. You would have said what you would have saw. Would you have told? Would I avoid have? what I do is like this. I avoid every situation that I'm not comfortable around. Would the rules would apply to you, or would they have applied to you? Like if you would have told. Would you have told, honestly, if they would have, feds would have called you in and your career and life was in jeopardy, would mm-hmm. you have told of what you saw? If yeah. I'm around, if I'm around gang, I know what I'm around for. So you wouldn't have told? No, nah, if I'm around, if I'm around, if I'm around my gang member friends, okay. I'm abiding by the rules that they live by at that moment. My gang member friends know not to do gang shit around punch because they like, this is the guy that's getting us out of here. We don't act up around punch. But, we keep but, it cool. But that was a very good tactic for Flip. But I'm. Yeah. It's like Kyrie, G Money. Uh-huh. It's like Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie's you know? nice. He likes it. He said. He said. Fuck. Yeah, because he had me. Ky- Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I, I, I had the same question. I was actually the same thing. Yeah. I was, I was thinking that. 
But you being around him, yeah, you you prone to be around some some stuff though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I see I, I seen a video. So you, you guys went um, L.A. I think. Yeah, we almost got killed in L.A. Yeah, I saw the video. No, nah, y'all didn't see the video where we almost got killed. Well, I saw the video where they trying to get him, and you were you were there. Yeah. So things things are prone. And to that's happen. my boy. That's Slim Four Hundred Ice Water. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I like hosting Slim Four Hundreds album listening in Queens, in like um in Jamaica Queens. And Slim, my boy, but it just got in the mix of it. Mm. Slim never said nothing to me. I never said nothing to him during that. He knew what the situation was. Slim is on big gang time, big Pyro tree top out on West Coast. You know, all respect to the Pyro's all out there. You know, they under YG, that whole 400 shit. Um, and it, it got into it. Takashi, you know, Takashi was on one that day. How did but you... Takashi positioned that. I got the phone call. Y'all want to know that story? I'll tell you that story. I got the phone call. Mm. Yo, punch. It might not be good for y'all to be in here. Why? What happened? YG and Trippy Red and them is moving around heavy in here. I said, I right, cool. Why you say that's not good for us to be around? And he was just like, yo, I'm being honest, bro. They real deep. You in LA. We was in Long Beach. I was like, listen, we booked for a job. We can't, we, we can't fold now. Takashi like, what they talking about? I said, they said that YG and them niggas is in there. And Trippy Red and them niggas is in there. Takashi goes, word? So as soon as we pull up to the hotel, he's excited. By the way, we got 14 security guards. Yeah. We got six, we had six like police security guards. This is a real fact. And we got eight, the Great Wall. That's the niggas that used to guard um, Floyd. So we got the fucking LA Lakers roster with us. Everybody's 6'8". You get what I'm saying? All of the dogs, and then we got white snipers, bulletproof vests, ratchets is tucked in like this. Their hand is on a ratchet, hand is like this the entire time. They're like, if anyone moves, like we can hit things from a hundred yards. And I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Takashi knows this, so he runs out the car. Yo, suck my dick. He does that. He knew that we were secured. If you look at that video, you know, four hundred dudes didn't take no step towards us, and. Takashi didn't really take no step. They're just running back and forth. Because what no one's really seeing is that there's mad police officers on the other side, like, holding the guns. Like, which one of you idiots want a hole in you today? Like, <laughs> curse, continue to curse. It's cool. Hotel security tend to it. But if anyone acts stupid, bow. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it was going to happen. So people say Takashi's not really built like that, and they they say that we, we we should we should know that about him. You know what I'm saying? They say he's a boy. They say he's everybody know. says that. So everybody says that, but it's just not it's not it's not accurate. Hindsight is 2020, bro. When Takashi was in that whole thing, we've gotten into fights. Takashi was ready to fight, as we can see in the court where they've pled guilty to things. Takashi was around shootouts. He's not running. Mm-hmm. There have been moments where Takashi's had guns by the trippy red shootout that he talking about. This is all things that he spoke on. These are things that he's, he, he wasn't folding. So he's official, you're saying? When he needed, uh, while in the situation of protection, mm-hmm. he behaved how he was supposed to behave. You get what I mean? For me to really stamp somebody like, yo, that that's the dog, is when you see the numbers against them and they got to perform the same way that they perform when the numbers is on their side. Mm. And he's never going to, we're never going to see that. It's never going to be three niggas approach one Takashi. He was never going to be by himself. Right. A lot of people think, like, there's no, you can get no loss of points if you by yourself and you get approached by multiple. 
It's never a loss. You get what I mean? So Sakashi would always keep multiple people around and never be in that position. So you said you almost got killed in L.A. How? What happened? I mean, we we got shot at in L.A. And we were using bulletproof trucks. That's really it. This, that didn't ever came to like crime, but we got shot at. But bulletproof trucks. Mm-hmm. Real shit, bro. You know, like it's no joke, man. You know, Takashi was pushing a lot of people buttons, man. <laughs> you know. So, when did he? When did he sort of distance himself from everybody and get the security? Like, cause at what well, the point? first set of security is after he got kidnapped, the day after he got security. And that's when we do the interview the next day, where it's the interview that we did in the street mm-hmm. with me, him, and Shadi. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the day after he got kidnapped. And he was, a, you know, and he got kidnapped. Shadi got his chain back and stuff like that, right? No. Didn't Shadi get it? Shadi never got the jewelry back for Takashi? No, everybody thought that. Takashi bought new jewelry. Yeah. That's new jewelry. Hold you got to remember, you that's new jewelry. Takashi bought all new stuff. <laughs> Remember, they took Takashi pony chain that never came back. So when he was putting the jewelry on his neck and all that extra fly nigga shit, that was new jewelry? All new jewelry. Yeah. Hmm. The alleged people who took it were never seen again. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. They were in court. What do you mean? They're in court. I don't know. No, nah, but the, just in reality, the jewelry never came out. Okay. Yeah. That's new jewelry. Yeah, all right, respect. Um, so. Because what happens is a lot of, it's a lot of changes. Takashi also got Krippy around him, too. Shout out to Krippy. Free Krippy. I spoke to him yesterday. Krippy came under 50. Because I kept harassing 50. A lot of things, too, where how 50's relationship with Takashi. That's me. Harassing 50. Like, yo, bro, look at it. 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 Like, yo, bro, look at this kid. You get what I'm saying? So let me ask you a question. When did he want to start separating himself from Shadi? Uh, where it really became, a lot of people say it's different times, from really being around them, it was very late in the game. Because we were in L.A. L.A. is two weeks before he got, everybody got taken away. He really wanted to separate from Shadi the week after that. Do you know why? With the Shadi shit? Yeah. The feds told him that, that, um... That Shadi is fucking with his baby mother. That's the feds who told him that. Someone told him that. That didn't come from Shadi or his baby mom. Yeah. So he got told that. So he went to separate. But that has never come up. That has never been confirmed. So in all of these court hearings, you would have thought that that would have been confirmed. Sarah's already said it never happened. Shadi said it always never happened. Somebody told Takashi. Well, the feds, he got brought into the feds. You know, he got brought in prior to them arresting him. He got brought in twice prior to the arrest. We saw the pictures. So when the feds and they put the bulletproof vest over his head when he was going into the truck. You never seen that? No. That was an image that went viral. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went, he got taken by the feds. They told him a bunch of stuff, what was going on. And that's when they told him the, the violate. They're going to violate you. That's where that came from. And the internet took that. They're going to kill him. If they were going to, if the they were going to kill him when he was allegedly kidnapped, wouldn't the they have just killed him then? 
so you talking about the OG? Uh, you talking about the homie Mel Murder and all like that conversation you talking about? Yeah, with Mel and Jim free, Jones. Free, free, free Mel. Free Mel, hundred percent. You know, free Mel. So I say free Capo, Capo home. Yo, what was wrong with me, free Mel? Yeah. Free Capo, Capo. Yeah. Yo, so so. Shadi denied it, and the girl denied them having any sexual relations. Yes. Yeah, it's difficult for me to believe it because I just don't know when. Shadi was. He was. He started to become a very liked guy by some very, like lit, 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 lit people. You know, I don't think that he would have um, just, I don't think that would have been on his mind. Like, let me go back and now fuck with my man's girl. He was doing, he was getting attention from a lot of cool figures. It'd blow your mind. <laughs> my boy was doing well. So, you met Takashi and Shadi at the same time, yes? Yeah. No. I met Takashi Pryor. I remember I knew him from before when the scum was. But yeah. But yeah, but realistically, the relationship really developed together, yeah. But you but you built a better bond with Shadi, or you just saying that you respect Shadi because Shadi stood tall in the courtroom? So you no, I, I built a, a stronger relationship with Shadi. Shadi, mad level headed. This mad times where Takashi was doing, I'm the coolest artist in the world shit. And, you know, being around Shadi, being around the team, being around everybody else, you kind of be like, he's being a dickhead. And you got those bonding moments where y'all like, this kid is taking advantage of this moment and he's going to it's gonna fall on his face. He's not even understanding how good he got it right now. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. So, you feel that, last question, you feel like Takashi just wanted to, last statement, you feel like Takashi just wanted to separate because of, because he heard that the man was smashing his baby mother. No, that's not why at all. That's what That's what started it. You said what started the it. the feds told him. Yeah, the, what started it was the feds going, yo, you still stay around these guys, you're going to go to jail. So that's when Takashi was like, yo, I fire everyone. They stealing from me. Just think about that. Takashi said that someone stole $2 million from him, remember, mm -hmm. of booking? Who was the person? Who paid the $2 million? Why is that person not came out? Who got the $2 million stolen? Takashi was in jail the week later, and then after you go through, what's the word? Discovery? That's when you, oh, then when they find out what's going on. Then you go through the, then they got to look at your accounts. Takashi, Shadi got $70,000 in his account. Takashi got a million or something like that. A little bit less than a million. Where was the two million? So you're telling me Takashi, blood, I mean, blood, Shadi, now is a bank launderer. Now he got bank accounts. Now my gang, my gang boy, now is a, is a banking genius. <laughs> Come on, man. He invented that so you to think, make people feel bad for him so that when he separated, they'd still like him. So you think Takashi's a sucker? 100%. Would you work with him again? Never. I don't know. <laughs> Never. Wow. Takashi left being cool with me. All I had to do was just stay quiet. I would have walked into the bag. Takashi didn't fire me. I spoke to Takashi. I spoke to Takashi when they went in jail. The day bef the day that they went in. He's cool with me. You, I spoke to Takashi before that. Then you turned up and said that he's a rat and stuff. On, on you, you said that he was a snitch. I mean, yeah, when she's cooperative. The biggest thing, I'm going to be honest, the snitching part bothers me. But what tears me up is that you snitched on niggas that kept you alive. That's the shit that burns me. Like, not only did you snitch, you snitched on niggas that kept you alive. He would, I'm telling you, he would not be alive. Through the Texas shit with Jay Prince and them, they would have hung him by his ankles. Through the LA shit when he was dissing the the I'm not checking in with nobody, they would have hung him by his ankles. Cass, Trippy Red, 
There's a lot of beef he had. Chief Keith? Are you shitting me? He would have died. These niggas kept him alive. And when it got tough, he said, whoa. He had the guns. He got the drugs. Them niggas shot niggas. Please. He put Kuda B in jail and dropped the bag for Kuda to, to, to allegedly shoot at Chief Keith. And then said, yeah, he the one who shot. Well, he was the one who gave the bag on camera. It's unbelievable, bro. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable shit. So, is there anyone out here that you feel would work with him if, if he come home? Like, anybody that you feel like would? Uh, every single label exec. <laughs> oh, my God. They salivating. They call me on time. Yo, man, you sure you don't want to work with him, man? God damn, the bag is coming. And I'm like, yo, if money ran me, I would do gay shit for money. You hear what I'm saying? Money's not my life's control. I got ethics. When he come home, Takashi? Man, Takashi's going to be home in, in in less than a handful of months. This year, right? In less than a handful. And within like the next four months, Takashi's home. Yeah, because he got two years. He already did a year. 24 months, yeah. They just want to have... They want to have loyal extension in one year. This is what they want. <laughs> Bobby and Rowdy and that's what they're... Yeah, let me... Let, let's, let's... <laughs> they, yeah, labels know what they do with See, that's another thing, man. The Bobby shit, when Stupid came out, I remember going to Bobby and... And and this is something that I never said on, on record. I'm mad at... See, somebody intervened in how that thing was supposed to play out. And I had that record. That record was supposed to be featuring, this is something that no one knows. Mm. That record was supposed to feature Rowdy Rebel and Bobby Shmurda. Because Takashi kept being like, yo, this the Bobby flow on Stupid. I said, no, it's not. It's Rowdy Rebel's flow from computers. Stop saying it's Bobby's flow. Bobby doesn't rap like this. This is Rowdy. It's a GS9 flow if you want to give it some credit. Technically. Okay. So he just like, all right, cool, 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 cool. So I've already spoke to Rowdy. And I'm like, yo, let's get this verse, everything moving. I couldn't get a hold. You got to remember, these niggas is in jail. Shit happens. Jails get shut down. Can't talk for two weeks. No one can get the phone. It, things happen. Right. So it's difficult to be like, can't be like, right, call me a four tomorrow, bro, bro. It don't work like that sometimes, even though we want it to. So I'm waiting for Roddy to send the verse. Someone intervened. You get what I'm saying? Thinking that they were being helpful. They didn't really know. And went and got a hold of Bobby, even after, because I spoke to Bobby already about it. Bobby was with it. That's why, if you listen, a lot of people was discrepancy on it. I hate to be petty with it, but the Vlad TV interview went when Vlad interviewed Bobby and Vlad asked him, How do you know Takashi? And Bobby said, My brother P, punch. So Bobby said it, but I had it a way to where I was getting Bobby's verse last. Takashi not putting out that song without Bobby, but I knew that he would put out the song without Rowdy, because Takashi is fucked up like that. You get what I'm saying? He's. He moves like that sometimes. So I was waiting to get Rowdy's verse first to where once this is here, you can't do that. And now we go go get Bobby. But they jumped ahead and that's how Bobby was on the record solo because it was supposed to be Bobby and Rowdy. And then that record came. And that record what did a billion something streams. Unbelievable stuff. And then, um, yeah. And then we saw Snitching and Bobby yell at me and mad at me. Sorry, Bobby. Again. For the tenth time. Okay. <laughs> My last, okay, yeah, yeah. So we 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 good on six nine, I think now, right? Yeah, of course not. So, uh, Funk Flex, Flex, yeah, he's a bozo. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Let's get right. into that because I I I was I was Slow watching the down. 
I watched a few lives and I I seen a few, you know, I seen a few of you guys back and forth on online. You know, a lot of DJs just was was locked in. So yeah, uh, how did that whole thing start? What makes him a bozo? He paid the way. He's a pioneer. What makes him a bozo? He don't owe nobody anything. Well, he, he gonna tell you how it started because I, I seen I seen some of the, the videos online. Yeah, I turn up G. My four G. I seen I seen some of the videos online. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was kind of there for it. To keep it the fastest way to do it, right? We're on a live. I'm in L. A. And uh, there was a live with Self, and um, they started talking about like about DJs and their money, how they're getting money. Live with Self and who? Who started the live? That was Booth. Booth, right? You get what I'm saying? Booth and Self was on live, and they were talking about money that DJs get, how black DJs don't get paid as much as white, how the white clubs don't deal with the black DJs right. Now, I don't have that problem as much, and the reason why I didn't have that problem as much at that time was. My name isn't DJ Punch, and I always knew that that was going to be something that changed the game for me. My name is Punch. When they when I'm on flyers, I tell them, put music by Punch. I don't want to be DJ Punch. I'm a brand. I'm an enigma. I'm a presence. I have popularity. I have all of this. Put music by Punch. Now, that allowed me to kind of be at the very bottom scale. Don't get shit confused. The bottom, but of a different list to where that I wasn't in the typical DJ list. So then I wasn't, I didn't feel it. I was like, yo, I get bread. I don't know what y'all talking about back and forth. Someone was in there. I started commenting. It was like, yo, we need to get Punch in there. You know, Punch going to talk hot because I always say the disruptive shit. Cool. When I get into the chat, somehow it gets to the point of where Self basically was like, Punch is not really an OG to talk on stuff like this. And I literally took a little bit of offense to it, said, I'm very much an OG very much can talk about this. And I might not be an OG in just the DJ world, but in this culture called music, I've put in way more years and I know way more than most people that's interacting with this. Self pulled back, apologized. Me and Self got in a conversation and really elevated our relationship to a really uh, place that it never was where of just a respect level, where he understood where I was coming from and I definitely understood where he was. So now we on the internet and everybody's like, yo, this is how, yeah, Punch is one of the next up. Push come to shove, it's back and forth, mad stuff. Mr. C steps in and now goes, yo, I see so many DJs talking about who's next up, why is this DJ not on radio, you should be here, you matter here, all of these different um, situations. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what's going on with everything? Cool. And then what happened is, is that when me and Mr. C had this whole conversation, that was this long convo, the DJs were all in there, everybody locked in, and C answered every single question, and we spoke about Flex. Flex name got mentioned as the elephant in the room, and I was like, most people just don't like Flex because he has five hours a day, he's on six days a week, that's 30 hours a week on radio where you just hear one guy, number one. Number two, Flex had the Big Dope Pitbulls, which is a DJ roster of DJs where he signs under him like his young guys, like he's bringing them up. So a lot of people looked at him as doing sucker shit like, you've accomplished so much. You've went platinum. You're the number one radio DJ. You've been in the highest rating. You've done all of this. You draft these guys to do what, per se? Once you draft them, it's like you want to put them on. want to put them in position to win. That would be it. Flex has a five-hour slot, and what people don't, well, New York knows, his first hour is recorded and then replays as his fifth, right? So people start being like, you would literally play a recorded hour over giving like your young boys a slot. This is crazy. Like, why would you play a recorded hour if you really the big homie? Yo, he's done it. Albums, features, he's in classic songs. He's done everything to be accomplished. He's Michael Jordan, bro. He's done it. But then when it came on to be like, yo, it's time for me to 
move on like Mr. C did and like Red Alert and like these uh, all the um, uh, Kid Capri, uh, you know, SNS, the legends prior have all done things like that. Put on, you got it, step away. He goes, put on, and then hold. And then a lot of DJs, which G Money would attest to it, sign to these big DJ clicks and it kills their brand because people look at the DJ clicks as the NBA moment. Like, yo, I'm signed now. I'm about to be big. And then when nothing happens, they kind of get into this awkward bubble where they're in the NBA and they're at the end of the bench, where it was almost cooler for them to be, you know, in college for two more years being the star versus being in the NBA and being in the end and never getting in the game. That's what started to happen. And guys' careers were just getting swallowed and cold and frozen because it's like there's no progress. So what happened was we spoke back and forth. Everything was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought we were good. I didn't say nothing negative. I'm chilling. The next day, Flex is on the radio going crazy on me. Punch? What? How? Me? Bomb. Never. He's cool on the internet. You've been on Worldstar. You've never been on the box. You're only cool on WWW. You're a YouTube guy. He's going crazy for, I mean, just going going wild. And then I just, I, I, I jumped back. I went at him immediately, and he was like, yo, when I had you on the set, you were shook, you was nervous. And that was a moment when I was DJing and I was doing Rich the Kid's album release party. And, you know, I later joked it, but I was the headline DJ there. I was doing it, and Flex came in and played for free, which is what he tend to do now to stay hot, where he goes on to the young popping party, DJs for free, mm. bulldozes them. A lot of DJs be excited, Flex is there, like, yeah, he's hearing me play, gonna put me on the radio. Me, I go, you're a hater, you're never gonna do that. I know how you work, because it's not happened for 25 years. Why would it magically happen for me? Oh, all right. <laughs> and then we go. What happened? Slow down. Mm-hmm. One, who was part of the big dog pit bulls? I mean, man, from the start? Give me some names. Uh, uh, Funkmaster Flex, Mr. C, Bobby Trends, uh, Cypher Sounds, um, of course, the newer range that came under them, DJ Magic, DJ Spinfolk, Young Chow, Triple X. Uh, so, 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 Naeem, so, I think. Naeem. So, so wait, let, me, let me say something. Mm-hmm. Let's go down. So... Cypher Sounds is doing pretty well. I think he's doing something with comedy, right? Amazing. Cypher Sounds is popping. As a comedian. Some people take opportunities and make other opportunities. A lot of times the new generation wants you to hold their hands and walk them to a situation. When yeah. you get the cosign, it's up to you. He wants the water. Go, yeah, just go and tell him he wants Thank the water. Thank you. I didn't want to interrupt it. It's okay. Yeah. She was confused, all right? Yeah. Um, some people want you to hold their hands. <laughs> so you can't get mad. If once you once he put the stamp on you, it's up to you to take a hold of the opportunity. Young child, you know, his father's King Child, he's doing his own thing, he's been traveling, you I don't know if he's still a hot name seven, but yeah, child, yeah. child, shout out to Child, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um DJ Magic had a had a show on uh on Hot 97 platform. You can't just say the point, the point where it comes down to is that you can. He gave you the cosign. It's up to you. To, he threw the ball at you. Take the ball. It's up to you to shoot the ball, dunk the ball, hit the three. Now, if you if it's brick, it's brick. You can't blame him for that. You want me to? But, I, 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 I can them, attest. But not not all of them. Not all of them give that that opportunity like that. Correct. Correct. But I want to attest. Let's say let's say Chow. Right. You brought his name up first. Right. I brought his name up. Yes. Chow is smoking hot. Right. 
traveled around the world. Yes, because everybody of... like literally has one of the biggest birthday parties in Facts. New York mm-hmm. for 15 years. Yeah, let's play nice. nice. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Thank you for 15 years. So, um, you know what I mean. So, with that being said, now right, Chow is this guy. How is Chow being one of the biggest DJs in New York? Only have one hour on the radio still. You can't blame Flex for that. You got to talk you, to P.O. That's his name. P.O. Ferreira. Talk to P.O. Hit up P.O. and P.O. Yeah, talk to P.O. Charlie. Yeah, but if... if can't if, blame Flex. No, 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 but no, 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 if, no, no. If, Flex, if Flex push it through, it, it will go through. Stop with the displaced anger. That's the problem. Displaced anger. You got to blame the program director who name is P.O. That's who you blame. If, that's who you blame. Can't go blame for Master Flex. How you gonna blame him? Want me to? Want me to tell you? You gotta blame the. You gotta blame the pro. Now, you sign, Ebro, you sign Ebro, the guys. With Ebro, he's he's a he's a player coach. With, you know it. Fact, That's why he, he signed is, the people. When Ebro, when Ebro was program director, Ebro stated himself of why certain decisions he made. Now they would do whatever they. What you can say is that flip. This was told to me by Po when we were talking. Yes, we would do what we got to do. If you don't flex, we can't play around with flex time. We, they would do what they got to do to keep Flex on. Yes, Flex has senior, seniority. Mm-hmm. Of course. But for how long does well, Flex... I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. No. I think what he's saying, though, is like, why not... Like, no, no, no. Like, like he said earlier, Flex has an hour that he records and he plays that same hour on the fifth hour. So okay. why not why not give it that hour to somebody else? Like, it's like a child or Magic or whoever. So you're trying to say Flex. you try to say Flex is... So Flex... Okay, so Flex is a narcissist, basically, you're trying to say. 100%. Get out of here. You bug it. You got to blame the program directors. Every gotcha. single, yo, bro, for 10 years. Let me tell you something. You want to know the difference? Want me to tell you like this? I don't, I'm not, I, I didn't, I, I, and this is, and this is not trying to be extra with it, but this is small little things. I didn't say G, Flip, or Bass, nothing. I just said, yo, G, don't come with me. Now, I'm making the push for him. Y'all could have been like, yo, Punch, now nah, we don't want another talent on here. I'm making the push for my guy. Mm. Flex. Is choosing, is choosing. In 15 years, bro, you telling me not one of them DJs deserve to be on a night slot? Well, now not you, one? Well, you, not Bobby Trends? Not Cypher Sounds? Okay. Not none of, like none? Like none? It's, then the, the the next generation, none? When well, is Bobby Trends on? Bobby Trends has a Saturday. Now, now, now he, I see now he, got, he has spazzle. I'm not sure every, every Friday, but I know he has spazzle up there on Friday. I'm aware. I mean, this is. Why see, are we blaming him and not the program director? Why? Why are we blaming Because Funk they Master signed Flex? to Funkmaster Flex. You have to blame the, the program director makes a decision. That's the problem. See, so a lot of stuff people don't know. So I know. Okay, you know, but you got to blame the program director. You have to blame P.O. Yo, P.O., why are these guys not on? Now, P.O. says out his mouth where Funkmaster Flex, don't want, then that's a different story. You just shooting up the, up the hip. You are. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm, now, you can I'm, say I'm shooting for the culture. That, facts. You I'm are. I'm shooting for the culture now, because can... I got 15, 20 DJs so that has... all deserve better looks. You, it, Man, he right. takes up all the fucking time. He's on Let's 30 hours. A Let's go to 105 real quick. Let's have fun. Let's go to 105 real quick, right? What's the guy named um, that used to play at Jaguars? Spin King, yes? Yes. He's on the radio. He, he, I saw him on the radio one time. Is he, he, he on the radio? Hour, he has a two-hour slot on power. Friday, okay. Fridays, right? Fridays, right? Two-hour slot. Is he going into self's hours? Yes? No? Is he in No. His... Oh, but, but, okay. but he's not under self, though. Okay. Yeah, he's not under self. He's not under self. It's a different scenario. It's not. It is. He's a new DJ. No, no, self no. Self no. was the hottest night DJ at the time. Is he going under self? No, because they're not signed to self. They're not signed no, to self. No. I'm telling no. you. Okay, watch this. Maybe, watch this. G Money. Mm. 
from your understanding, well, DJ, when a DJ, knows. I know, from your understanding as a DJ, when you sign to these DJ clicks, what is said to you when you sign to these DJ clicks? As far as far as what I, I mean, and any click or team you want to be with, they 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 they, they kind of promise you or the, you know the, the ideas from to help you out, to boost you up, okay, bring you around certain. Throw you the ball, and yeah. and and you Throw know you you, you know that so radio is a part like of this, this promise. If they're on radio, I, I would think that. Well, that's, that's what the DJ clicks are. That's what they are. They, they, joining, but you're joining the click. You're joining the click for your own self gratification to come up. So that's your fault. You want to, you got to take, I got to keep it 100. You're joining the click because you want that recognition, right? That's why you're okay. joining the click. But you got to put the work in to get it. Okay. Right? That, and that's why I love work. that you said chow. Because we got a kid that's putting shit ton of work mm -hmm. that's hot as fire. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. He, he put, no, yeah. I, I'm not going to say no. I brought chow up because chow put in work before getting on Hot 97. Cool. He was and still got only that. one hour. He was, but you can't blame Flex for chow being on for the hour. All right. That's what I'm saying. That's my opinion. Yo, let me tell you something. When I when I went at Flex about it, you know what Flex did? You know what Flex did? Because he's because he's a piece of shit person. You know what he did? He said, "All you DJs, I don't care if you're under me. I don't care if you work here. It's your yo. It's your fault. You'll never be as great as me. You'll never move me off this box." That's the type of nigga that's on the team with niggas. That's that. I didn't hear that. Oh, I got it. It's on my page, oh, and I posted it, and I was like, "This is the I guy know. that y'all. This is the guy yelling power. <laughs> this is it." You know what I do when I get power? When I was at this fifty and fifty said, "Bring anybody you want as long as your numbers is up." You know who I brought up? Everybody. Everybody I thought was hot was up there. Everybody that I thought had energy was up there because I used my power to help people. Because that's what you're supposed to do with power, or you just like so an evil little fuck just being happy to control shit. No, you use your power as leverage. How did Flex get on? I don't know. That was ninety-seven years exactly. ago. Exactly. Did, did you do your research on? I mean, yes, off? I know he came from Red Alert. When, the, when Red, I, no, yeah. I, yeah, I know Red Alert. I Red, do. I just didn't yeah. feel like okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, the fucking course. dinosaur, man. Of course, <laughs> how he came on Red Alert, right? Red Alert. I guess he he saw opportunity. Well, give, give him a shot, right? He put him on air. He it was an opportunity though. It was an opportunity that Flex took advantage of, mm -hmm. and he did his damn thing thirty years ago. It doesn't matter the time, bro. I, I can't. I can't say that. It's the same process. The same process. When you get the ball, thirty years to, ago, it's up to you to shoot it. It's up to you to make that highlight game. It's but up I to think, you to be the highlight. If you don't be the highlight, where, it's where over. do you put the highlights? Where do you put the? Let me ask you a question. Where's that game take place? Mm -hmm. I want. You, I'm gonna walk you. I'm gonna walk you onto the court now. Yeah. Where does the game take place oh, when you put up the highlights? That's good. On court in the NBA. And and now in the DJ world, where does that happen? The radio. No. Okay, perfect. That's how you see it, right? So what if these guys don't get the shot? Well, he, told, he said the club. I agree with him, but I'm letting you say what you want to say. But I can say whatever. You can't. You can't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't trick me. You can't outdo me. You can't trick me. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about it. So he will say. He will say the DJ time to shine is in the, in the club. In the club. I mean, I, you want to go with G Money? You want to go with G Money? At DJ. I, I'll go with there. You got a so, DJ, so cool. I don't know. I'm, let, looking at, okay. I'm looking at it somewhere else. So let's go to the club. I, like I want like you to tell head. me out of your mouth, in 15 years, nobody on the street has bodied the clubs enough to get real radio slot? You have to, why, okay, why are you blaming the DJ though? I don't, oh, why are you not answering my direct question, there's please, There's a lot Flip? of people, there's a lot of people. Exactly, so, where, so where was their shot now for putting in work and doing what they were supposed to do on court when they were supposed to? Where's their look, where's their slot? 
Like, yo, bro, you've been bodying this club for two years, three years straight. You the hottest nigga. Um, the program director might not feel that oh, way. Oh, now we go back to this guy. <laughs> it's the truth. But they're not Let in the club, though. They're, they're, they're not in the club. You got to blame them. You got to talk to the, the, the heads not, of these people. But they're not in the club, though. The DJ's flexing them in the club. Mr. C's in the club. I agree. So, I agree. So Who Mr. C put on? <laughs> Mr. C put on Mad of the, uh, Mad of the Big Dog Pibbles. Mad people, right? So yeah. He was a part of mm-hmm. that, Who that Ebro put on? Oh, I don't know. Ebro, Ebro doesn't have a DJ In the morning, clip. right? I'm just, I'm just giving you a Facts. example. I'm just throwing shit out there. Yeah, Laura Styles and them, yeah. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that you blame blaming Funkmaster. For, you're not going to get me. You're blaming Funkmaster. I just asked a direct question you and you didn't want to answer me. Oh, what's the direct question? I'm going to answer you. Where do the DJs put in work to then get assessed? Where should that work be happening? He's, I agree with the clubs now. I didn't hear so the question So if the, the clubs, time. now how do you assess that? Is it by the quality of the party, the consistency? How well your sets are, because there are people that have been bodying clubs for. Let me ask you a question. You know that guy that's sitting to the left of you right now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cheap money, right? It's a good guy. What about him? Has he ever had a run in the DJ community where he was like, "Nah, G Money's in his bag," at least for six. Like he's in. He's getting a run. Yes. Okay. Why did G Money not get a fair shot at the radio if he had a fair run where you knew that your boy caught the glow? I don't know. Hmm. Is that the program director again? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He, There's I, too I, many I don't knows in a city where we know everything. Whoa, One. Slow down. Let me respond. I don't know why G Money didn't get that opportunity, but I'm here to help him get that opportunity. Now let's move. I'm here to help him make sure he get the opportunity. He's a That's what I'm here to do. He's a bastard. That's what I'm here to do, and we can assess it. I got pictures of me talking to the program director to get my man the opportunity. Yeah, okay. Now, but what about before? Like, but know, I wasn't there. I was in that about, position. We're not saying you saying. It goes back but, 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 to but it, it goes back to what he's saying. But now. How can we blame <laughs> DJ when he wait, cannot wait. make the decision? Right, wait, so, uh, wait, who the fuck are you? Are you the program director? <laughs> he worked no, for Flex. And you the program director? No, no. I'm so you're not the program director. Wait, wait, hold on. You're a person with power and leverage who's leveraging it for his friend. Because he did a lot for me. When now, I was let me ask you a question. Yeah, Should Funkmaster <laughs> Flex not take that that to? He can't. He could put the. Let me. Ooh. I don't want you to talk. He could put the word of a people. But ultimately, it comes in my, from what I understood from being in the office, from being in that building, it comes down to the program director to fit it in. To fit, that's what I, I understand. That's what was told it's, to me. It's weird for me that a program director, when they've been through multiple situations, you get me, okay. where I've known and I've had, I have DJs at seven and Power. I've met Flex. I know him. We know this whole thing. And, I, and realistically, we know his personality. He's extremely, like, full of himself. All cool. Right, he has a right to be though. Put I agree that his past is iconic. No other word higher than that. Literally has an and iconic you blame past. Society for being like, what have you done for me lately? And That's I don't society's blame. fault. Yeah. That's society's fault to make somebody act like that because it's always, what have you done for me lately? We don't respect that. How much legends get respect? Yo, let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me, you want to, you want to know how much know. legends True. get respect? Not enough. Exactly. Let me, yo, let me tell you something. So now else. when a legend is want to take his respect and, oh, you hate him, not letting no, him shine. Nah, let me I, tell I you think, something I else. think it's fine. I think what he's trying to say, though, I could be, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could, I think he's trying to say, yes, like he said, flex iconic, flex did this, blah, 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 cool. But I think he's, he's trying to say, like, all right, at some point, flex. At what point? Just move down a little bit. 20 years of a career? Yeah, yes, yes, he did. Let, let's give him his credit. Yes, he did do big old pit bulls. Yes, he did bring Chowder in. So let, let, let's get that credit out of the way. You know that was in 08. Yes. 09. 
Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, probably it's 2020. Probably 07, maybe. Ooh, I like that too much. Yo, G, no, because I remember that because I was, I was listening to the Let radio. Let him talk. Let I was, him talk. I was listening to the radio, and I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was waiting to hear my name, too. I respect because, that. Because, uh, uh, I remember uh, that night. A year a year prior to that, I have I sat with Mr. Seen at Hot 87, and I asked him, before Self was on the radio, when Self was on the radio, matter of fact. When so, C was co-signing Lennox Heavy. Yeah. And he, I know. I was I was around. I asked C. I said, yo, who do you feel is up next? I said, you know, Self was on radio now. He's on power. He just got started, so let's not put him in a conversation but outside of him because he's fresh out on radio who was up next now and he mentioned to me he said magic spider mm-hmm. chow spinfo and then he said you and linux and to my face he told me that he said y'all up next i got it he said you know chow got brooklyn crazy you know what i'm saying his joint what about spider got his his crowd spinfo has a college was crazy and you, you've been around you know you know what i'm saying he said you and linux got queens long island area smash so I asked him. He told me that. Every DJ better repost this. Because all you <laughs> niggas getting more shouts than they ever got. Yo, so and he's paying bastards. He so they better not be scared of flex and they better repost about, it. About six months or so, whatever, a year later, or a year later, I heard a big old announcement. Oh, big deal, pit bulls. We recruit new people. Da, da, da. So I'm like, okay. I remember what C told me. So I'm like, let me see if he caught my name out. And he caught everyone but me and Linux. Now, that's a whole other conversation. Facts. I can't say why they cho- chose Facts. or what. You know, they, they might have their reasoning. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I do know to, my, to attest to my... To my uh, uh, credibility or my or my whatever. Correct. When me and C spoke, I was smoking hot at that time. When they called the names, I wasn't as hot at that time. Gotcha. I wasn't in the clubs crazy crazy. I was still working, but I wasn't crazy 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 like the year before. So I, I, I look at it like, okay, maybe it was that. Why they didn't call. So cool. So they did bring him up there. Got it. Now, I, like you said, that's 10 years ago. It's 2020 now. At some point, when do you... Like, I think enough is starting to venture off to... To BLS now. Agreed. Like he, he's he does, at he it. Both. He's on BLS right now. He does both. Because he's I, doing I mean, what he's supposed to do. Like, I'm a big homie. He's still doing Cast one and Camelo, do what you do. He's still doing at 2, though. I know. He, no, no, he doesn't do at 2. No more? He stopped? Yeah. He probably stopped recently. No, 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 no. You're right, you're right, you're he right. He doesn't do right. it with Correct. Megan Wright. Correct. But he does. And, like, then, he, and now he, everything else, he's going. a lot, though. She's, she's always. But he's transitioning, as a legend should do. That's, that's transition. The that's the point. Solid, making let, let, a solid dude. Oh, a one, a one. DJ Enough is a solid dude. A one, a solid. I met him. Solid, mm-hmm. solid. 100%. Um, let me say this. There was a guy I liked that used to put me on the radio. I hope the camera catches all of this. This is great stuff. It is. There was a guy I used to like. Uh, Big Ben, remember? remember? Yeah. I thought he was Big talented. Ben, heavy hitter. Yeah. I think he's a heavy hitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Spanish chubby guy. Yeah. I never yeah. saw how he looked, but I know he was fire on, yeah. on the set. I used to Saturday night. He was fire. I don't know the time he did. He was fire. Right? He was fire. He had an opportunity on the radio. You know, I don't know the situation with him. I'm just saying somebody that was fire that I liked that was new. Well, that grew on me. Now, I think with that, I'm, I'm not sure, but I heard something about program directors being switched and they firing people. And uh, 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 Yo, yo, uh, he's almost wait. a hundred seven employee. So yeah, yeah, I, I, like he got to watch. Wait, you don't know. Wait, now, he's almost an employee, now, so he got to. I heard program director. I did, and, and and a few DJs I've been up there that, that's not there no more. I spoke to them personally, and some of them said kind of the same thing. Or oh, looking for certain, they're looking for this, looking for that, looking for numbers, blah blah. So I get it. It's not flexing on place to be like, yo, they go or stay. But I do think that he holds enough weight to. Nigga, that's call a shot. Was, okay, let, let, let's get let's get it out of the room. What would you? I'm gonna start with you, then I'm gonna go to you. What would you expect Funkmaster Flex to do? Paint me the picture of 
DJ Funk Flex. Remember, we're in a society of what have you done for me lately. A lot of legends are not being respected. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of legends. Look at look at some of the legends of hip hop. Look where they at. Yeah. Uh, in the Bronx, looking. <laughs> Yo, chill out, man. I just said, I'm out. I'm out. I just said, I agree. Huh? Okay, so look, this, this what would you? What if G Money? What I do, right? Fuck Master Flex. What do you? No, no. You fuck Master Flex. Here's who he is. Right. What do you expect him to do? I, I think you know. Um, as a DJ, we love DJing. You know what I'm saying? We love music. We love to play. Like we could DJ forever. It, it, it's not like the NBA. The NBA is like 35, 37. You start to like, all right, you're clocking out. DJ, you can kind of go. For a long time, so I get it. If he's there, he's on top. He want to keep going. Understand that, but I do feel like putting people in position can help your career even go even further. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying he didn't do that, but I feel like you know it's it's getting close to that time where he 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 needed transition. And, and like you said earlier, if, if there's an hour time that he's not playing, he's pre-recording and certain things. He you know I feel like even adding another DJ to his slot for that Friday night or whatever, you know, or even once once a night could could even boost his followers up and, and, and help boost the young crowd to know who Funk Flex is. You know what I'm saying? So I want to stay fresh. Yeah, I'm going to recruit these people, but I'm going to keep my name even fresher on the radio by having a young child, you know, play from, if my time slot 7 to 12, it's going to be young child 7 to 8, magic 8 to 9. I'm going to bring a, a I'm going to do the freestyle at 9, something, something, whatever. And then maybe the last I'll put, put a premix on or talk or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to keep my young audience fresh you know what i'm saying that's, 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 what, that's what i would do I, everything that i would do is realistically what he just said it's about i think flex a couple years ago should have started transitioning i think he should have been like yo this is gonna be my final year a dj on the box and all i'm doing now is looking for new talent and putting all of his guys and letting everybody rock every hour that's just it. Like, you've done it so well for so long you're literally not now he's not doing it well there's no one that i know and, and I know everybody that literally is like, I love when Flex plays. No one likes it anymore. They hate it. They don't like it. it only, feels, only jail niggas, bro. I mean, because they, they don't know better. They don't have an option. <laughs> when you hear them on the radio, drop this bomb. No. I get it. No, no, no. no watch this. No, and I'm not mad at it. Like, at the end of the day, they don't have options. You get what right. I'm saying? My thing is like this. What I did, what I went, you know what I mean? Like, I would want just different personalities. There's so much talent in this city. And it could have, he could have been like, yo, Why you I'm the. Why don't like it? I think it's really because of what I'm saying, because he doesn't like so it's. We're not looking at the, the quality of his work. We're looking at no, no. Nah, the quality of his work is there, but it gets to a point to where it's not quality work anymore. Oh, like sure. Flex is not playing well anymore. You go to the club, Funkmaster Flex is stinking it up. That's a hundred percent fact. You get what I'm saying? That's a hundred percent fact. You have a large enough following. Do you know if you'd be like, you know, if you did it, but I know that you're an employee-ish, right? <laughs> I can attack him, I'll fuck him. If someone with a big enough following really was like, yo, who's the last time they got hurt flexing the club? It's really bad. And and my whole thing is like, why go out with bad knees? You're a legend. You could have walked out on the on the Dwayne Wade run. Like, it's my last year, and still be able to give knife. Kobe run. Could end your shit with 60. He can't and they can't crush no club now. It's ridiculous. Put your guys on. That's number one. Number two, me attacking Flex changed Flex. It helped this city. I've spoke to the rappers. Flex started playing Pop Smoke. He definitely jumped at Fabio Foreign drastically faster. He started playing Pop Smoke much heavier. He went at Fabio. Fabio didn't even have a, a gap of where dead time as Flex normally does. 
Flex playing smooth L like around the corner immediately. It's because the pressure was on him to being delayed. Yo, Punch, get the hell out of here, man. He liked the record, so he played it. I wish. I wish. Let me tell you something. You know what Flex used to do when people were scorching and anybody could attest? Let it scorch for like a month by itself before he touched it. Am I wrong? If you're a new artist, he's not touching you early. I think that's how a lot well, some radio DJs are doing that. Agreed. Before. They, they, Guess they what? Doing that before. Yeah. Flex playing Smooth L, posting Smooth L on his page. That's different. Smooth L is 18, 19 years old. He does not know him. He does not know. He has interns believe do this. Okay. <laughs> he's under pressure now. He's not going to miss nothing. It helps him. It helps Bobby. helps all the new artists. You know why? Because someone pushed back at him enough to where he was like... And felt that pressure and was like, listen, I'm not missing nothing else. I'm not missing it. Because I attacked him. I said, you know how many artists we lost because your bozo ass missed it? Because you don't know what's going on on ground level? Because you're not outside? How? That's a problem. Like, if you're not a, one of the culture, how can you control it? Like, allow the people that are a part of the culture. You know what's happening next. You watch. You watch talent. Bro, I'm, I am... Like me, when it, I, I'm over the DJ shit. I'm over it. To be honest, I'm over it. Like, it's made me not like it no more. I got spoiled. Once I started playing festivals and doing 30, 40, 50,000 festivals, people festivals every single day, it makes me come back and go to the club and go, I don't want to play 500 people. I'm spoiled now. And then when you got bozos where it's like there's no way to grow, I'm like, let me go back to the internet. Let me go back to build this up the way that I want to build this up. Let me go back to where that I know that there's no ends to this. You get me? And that's why I launched my new endeavor, which is like the airport, which is my YouTube channel, where I want to release original content and go back through it and go chase up the million views again. Because it's like, why not go back to where that you can control it? There's nothing left. This guy got no more gas and radio's not paying attention and it's cool. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. I don't. I I'm over it. I can do millions of views. As you know, you're doing millions of views on your own platforms. I'll do millions of views on my own platform and not care about that like I was. Like I was doing three years ago and two years ago and a year ago. G-Money, when he was like, yo, what's up? Catch me up with some stuff. I sent him some links. It was like three million, four million views with three videos. This is play around. The internet is a free game. So I live on the internet. But when it comes down to my culture, I don't like what he's doing with my culture. Another thing that he does with his culture is that he plays his OGs. He don't play mine. I'm going to ask you a direct question. When's the last time you was listening to the radio and you heard Lloyd Banks? When's the last time you turned on the radio and you heard Bree Fab? When's the last time you heard Jim Jones, Cameron, went in there like, oh boy, leave me alone? Like, real shit. When do you ever hear Jadakiss? Why? I get high. Nothing. You don't hear our classics. You hear his classics. I'm over them. I want to hear mine. I want to hear... Tony Yeo, I want to hear So Seductive and Pimpin' on the radio. I want to hear Breathe. I want to hear my OGs. He don't do that. He don't want to talk with me. I drag him by his ankles. I talk way too good. He can't talk around me. Because I have precise, direct scenarios. It's like, why aren't my OGs being played? And Flip is just making face because he's like, it's very true. You love Killer. Y'all had a viral moment with Killer Cam from the, the diplomats a couple weeks ago. You posted up Cameron earlier today. You would love to hear Cameron's music on the radio, but you don't. Why don't we hear Joel Santana? Why don't we hear Kiss the Game Goodbye Sheik? Why are IOGs not on the radio? Don't smile with me when you fucking agree with me because you know that our shit ain't ringing how it's supposed to. I haven't listened to the radio in a while, so I don't know what's playing. wonder why. Like I said... This is where this is why niggas want to wrestle them. So this like is I said, why when, when Big Ben was playing, I I used to hit all that, so I was satisfied. Yeah. So 
Let's, he, the, let's get back to it. You know what I'm saying? We about to turn them anyway what we about to do. So it, it like like we gotta kick how I, I wanna be there. It? I can be there. How of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. You know. I didn't know what this interview was going. I was like, gee, we were told to punch about punch goes. I said, man, punch go talk that crazy sh- I don't feel like getting at my man. I told I don't feel like getting that punch today, man. <laughs> then I turned the fire. I said, I'm going to turn the fire up. And then, I, and then I write you, I said, I'm going to turn the fire up. And I know I'm going to do I'm going to turn the fire up on him. This is what he want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn the fire I, I got to like him. Now I'm going to turn the fire up on him. Yo, I want listen, before we get out of here, can I give y'all props? I got to Wait, before roses. you do that. Okay. Oh, 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 thank you very much. I, I feel it. I feel the love. I will say this. I believe that we should kick down the door, me. I have, that's how I, that's how I look at things. Kick down the door? Kick down the door. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I with try it. my best, and I, oh, I'm and with I, it. I do a lot of things, and and, and G Money know all the plans, and that's why that's my man that ride with me. That's why today I really had a moment today because I really had to say like you don't know what goes on behind the scenes where people just speak. Yeah, and you know, shout out to G Money because he he put up with it and stuff like that. And he because he understands like nah, man, I don't think anybody could ever ask or tell G Money. I don't think Flip love you or. Like you really gotta know the sacrifices, and my my sixteen year old, my fifteen year old son, was talking to me about it. Cause I'm telling you, was on, I was on live in my crib, and we was looking at things. He's like, "Yo, Risa, I've been there. I was there." Yeah, you know. But they don't know because I'm so flamboyant. I'm so boisterous. I'm so I don't care. I said they don't they don't know behind the scenes and everything. It's time for Flip to it's time for Flip to look up for him and his. Mm-hmm. Meaning me and my boy. That's what I'm that's why I'm here. Uh, we are looking at nobody else. We not we not I don't care about nobody else, no disrespect. I'm trying to kick down the door, make a way, and once my foot is in the door, I'll be able to you know, you understand what I'm saying? I just want and my just, wave to be there. I, I just feel like yeah, you, yeah, of course you could be there. No, like, I said I want my wave to be there. Of course. I want my that wave would make to be me feel too. happy. Yeah. And I just don't like the divide and conquer tactic. You know what I mean? Like, let things be how it is. You know what I mean? Don't try to divide and conquer. Try to break things up because what would you do different from me? How would you do it better? And if you could do it better, put yourself in a position to do it better. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't do that. You Hell don't know yeah. how we work to get here. Hell yeah. The match is bullshit yeah, a lot. Yeah, I know. You know yeah. how to turn up. No, no you're right. You're saying the same thing he's saying. Yeah. No, but, I don't but, oh, but, no, but, but he's saying. Uh, <laughs> but, but he's saying. He gearing up. Let him say his. Nah, you, you know how he feels. Nah. <laughs> Before we get to that, because, you know, that's, it's, it's, I'm a little biased today, I ain't gonna lie. But um, y'all seen the same thing. He's saying that why, why aren't the bigger masses, or the other bigger masses than mm-hmm. ourselves, because we're big masses too, why aren't they playing the same game we're playing? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and to test what you're saying, I've been DJing 20 years. Like, yeah, and, and, and some people like, to me now, yo, why you not in the club? Why you not doing this no more? I'm like, yo, I'm good, bro. I'm trying to do other stuff. As you see yeah. right now, you know what I'm saying? So as young, younger DJs that I know that I met and I seen, I heard them play, and they coming up, they rocking the clubs now, and I'm cool with that. He I can, always, I can, he always I, put DJs on. Yeah, that too. That's crazy. That too. So and like right now, yeah, I know I know a lot of dudes who throw events, that throw parties, and I was DJing these parties. I can call easy right now. I'm like, yo, take them off the bill, put me on the bill. And they'll, they'll do it because of the relationship we have. I like that years. talk. You know I like that talk. I can we, we can do that, but because I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm reaching that OG little status type, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing for a long time. I put the work in. I want to move on to something bigger and better now. So I let them do their thing, and I, I jump in when I can. You, know you put saying? a lot of. I watch you. I watch you take a backseat and say, "Yo, upcoming." I watch you put upcoming DJs on at a popping party of yours. Yeah, I, I do. do I do it all the time. I don't even DJ mad time. I'm piece of shit. He been around me. He been around me. I, I don't DJ all the time. Like I, it's real shit. 
I'm telling you. We could talk that talk. I mean, I, I brought DJs around celebrities. All I brought, I brought oh, DJs. I'm just saying, I, you know. Synergy. All right, we're going to I ain't going to lie. Punch, <laughs> Punch just had me around Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I, wow. ain't, I ain't going to lie. So, yeah. I love, Big white, I love white girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got my, and this is, this is a savage from ground level. Oh, like, I'm from Lindsay. Playboy mm. Club. That, that club right there? Oh, man. I got to get on. I gotta get on. I love white girls. Yo, he's gonna be a star. I feel it. I love it. Hey, and we, as, and he's gonna be it. But it. we gotta do these moments. You gotta put people on, and you gotta just keep doing it. This not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a surprise that at, in and time out that I have these moments where I'm with these guys in the early points of their stages of their career and help them get to where they go. And that's what we're supposed to do. And I ain't gonna forget you. You Haitian, and this is my first big platform. So there it is. You my man. I appreciate you, like man. I felt, you know what I'm saying. No, any, any, any final <laughs> words you have to say before we? Hell get yeah! Out? I want. I, let, let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about y'all niggas being lit. All right. Classic, classic interview. Shay Davis. I love it. It's just, it's just fire. How I did. G Money. A progress. When interviewing from when I've been looking at it, immense. He talks more. He does this whole shit. This is it. Um, all of the gang shit, the, 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 the CK, the, um, damn, I was supposed to say Bay Paw today, man. I wanted to say Bay Paw. I watched. Yeah, there it is, man. Shout out to the King of Brownsville. You get what I mean? Like, I, um, I watch, I'm a big fan of this. Bef and we haven't spoken a year and change, bro. G, same shit. Yeah. He hits me the day, goes punch. I want you to come to the script. I said, did you see my vlog I just put out? He said, well, you put out a vlog? I didn't even see it. I put out my vlog, and in the vlog, I said, I'm only looking at three channels, man. I'm looking at Vlad to feel like an investigator. I'm looking at Adam to get everything between, and I'm looking at Flip because they're the streets right now. That's exactly what, it, that's in my vlog, it's there, and that was there. When he hit me, I just posted the vlog 25 minutes. It had like 10 views when I sent him to look at it. And it's real. I mean, everything, the... um. Man, uh, Killer Kev interview, fire. That guy is comedy. The on-the-line shit you do, fantastic. Um, everything, getting Wildcat to talk. I don't know these guys. I feel like I know them. Good interviews. You get what I'm saying? Wildcat don't speak. He comes up here, he speaks. They need to see this. Y'all need to send, look at the end when I'm showering niggas. Um, I just I just think a, a lot of shit was, was just fire. Um, it was just dope. The My Song interview was really, really dope. Um... Poe interview, he's 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 everywhere with it, you know. Is this shit, but it's but there was a lot of good moments, man. And I'm probably still forgetting that because I've seen probably like everything from like '90 on, and it's like you just did your you did your thing, Bimmy shit, fire, you know what I mean? But I just say all of this is like this: giving props is really for free, and people don't really understand how to utilize clout, and they don't understand that, and they get fearful when they possess clout, what to do with it. I have clout. My clout cannot expire. I've done too much. I'm a musical genius. I got the next star. I got two, three more stars after it. Like my ability to pick talent and help groom them to become a superstar cannot stop. So my clout doesn't run out. And for that, I continue to give out people roses and give them their props. And I'm a part of this culture. I'm going to control the culture. I, again, why don't worry. You get what I mean? I'm going to be literally one of the top three top five most influential musical figures to con to come to new york in our generation that's it's hands down i know where my story is going to lead 
I'm putting in the work for it, and I'm happy that y'all niggas are getting to the point that y'all are at now, and it's happening. I love the 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 progress you've made from being the rapper to being around the URL shit to being around it, not really understanding what it is, then the comedy, then taking it serious, now being a whole media personality, and now branding up. You know, like that shit is wow. big. You know, that's a real shit. That's big. It is, man. I know, like this, yo, man. It's real shit. A lot of these niggas, they say this stuff. I've seen people come up, but they don't know yet. I, I, I know this culture, so when I see it, I have to identify it and say it. Like I have to. And this is some dope shit. And I've done the interview shit, man. I got thirty million views on YouTube. I've been that nigga in this shit. I know how difficult it is to be that nigga right now. Y'all that nigga right now, and y'all got the moment and applause. And I'm here, and I'm happy to be here. And I brought GS9 Gino here, and he the next guy. <laughs> and you know, Free GS9. And the nine coming home. But we appreciate y'all, man. Gee, no do it. I have to, huh? Gee. I'm going to let him sign off first. I don't, I don't you know. This, this, anything. The, the, that, the that's YouTube, it, man. YouTube Yo, um, the airport, I mean, uh, yeah, I throw it in the, in the, in the bio description. Yeah. It's fresh, it's new. It's spelled different though. I'm, you know. Yeah, it's called the airport. It's called the mm -hmm. airport. I want to brand it. I want to own that whole everything, all of the content pieces on it. Once I start launching, it's all going to be airport themed. So my theme, my content for the new artist is going to be called Arrivals. My content for the main moving artist is going to be called Traffic Control. My content with like the athletes and the actors when I interview them is going to be called The Hanger. And then I got a podcast with girls called The Layover. So it's all oh, airport themed content. And... um. I'm just excited to just roll out original shit and just put out stuff. And I wanted to start on a totally new brand versus my one that already got um, all the subscribers and the views. I was like, let me just start fresh. I just want to start fresh. You know, start from ground level, let them fall in love with it, and see it all develop and blossom from here. So that's my wave, and it's punch, and, you know, I talk what I talk. Instagram. I-M-P-V-N-C-H. Um, and that's on everything, man. P-V-N-C-H, P-V-N-C-H, P-V-N-C-H. Right, P-V-N-C-H. GS9, Gino, GS9, G-I-N-O. That's it. Easy. One, two, three. Music coming soon? Or out now? Or? Music coming soon. And I got I got something out right now with OP and Fetty. It's called Whole Lot of Gang Shit. I did like 107K. First one in two years. Like two years ago, I dropped something and tested it. It did 50. This year, it doubled up. I did 100. I probably double up again on shoot straight to a million, but the shit I got, I'm about to drop. That that's looking like a million drum. You got a record coming out called El Chapo Pablo. Don't forget about two legit. And you got another two legit. You got some records. He coming. All right, man. We we gonna sign out because we uh, you know running out of time. I know. On the show camera might cut off soon. I, I don't want to cut y'all off. You yeah. know what I mean? But we here, man. Philip Script Podcast. Make sure you follow the, the, the YouTube. No, nah, forget all that, man. He cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> he cool, man. Yo, <laughs> he gotta, he gotta get it, man. Jeez. That's my man, long time, bro. Do we open that one? I know, man. I know, I know, I know. I, I just, you know, shake it up a little bit. Shout out, man, punch one time, man. Shout out to GS9, you know, you know, me and punch, me and punch go back to to around the time. G Money put me on the very first, my first mixtape I ever was on. G Money mixtape, for real, facts. I didn't know that. Yeah, when you did it, you came to my crib and dropped off the tapes. I remember that. I I, I know it's your first. What a first. I mean, it's my first one that I like. Let's, wonder, let's tell the story like that. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we, we, we signing out, man. Shout out to my sponsor one more time. Mikey Bills, what up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the slides, Hennessy, and Chess. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how I got the Hennessy and Chess joint. I got the little Henny bottle. That's what I laid on. Yeah, sign us out, man.
Queens Flip. Shout out to everybody that takes, you know, shout out to everyone in the building that helped put the machine together. Shout out to my man Ebop. Facts. Shout out to Basco and shout out to Mighty Two Time. Michelle mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, Michelle one time. Name, yeah. It's Michelle one time, but I call her Marty two times. We got to get the followers so the people to follow on Yeah, Instagram. Michelle. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know Michelle saying? one time. I, it, the yeah, acronym's yeah. M-O-T. Yeah, Mott yeah, don't sound right. I know, I know. So when you put T-T, <laughs> my, Michelle one time, thank you. Marty two, two times. Time. Yeah. <laughs> she you know got what two names, yeah, yeah, she got two names. But, you know, shout out to Michelle one time, Thanks. you know, in the building. You know, she she... Gets here and she gets it done, man, and that's dope. Like she's helping uh, the behind the scenes to flip the script, and the dope look very professional, and I like it. You know what I mean? I think it's dope. G Money, you know, you, you pick him good. You know what I'm saying, G Money, you cool, man. You cool. G. Oh, gee. Number lock your doors, close your windows. Close your blinds, open your blinds, and if you see a nigga like punch on your lawn, let him in because he don't mean no harm. If you see a nigga like Gino on your lawn, don't be afraid to use a firearm. I'm from Queens. 